All right, this is part two of the Other Ground Lives a Live Fight Companion. Uh, we just finished up part one there, and here we are at part two. We're waiting for our podcast partner, Ryan, to join us. He had to go to the little men's room in between parts, so he might take him a second. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me send him a email invite. Yeah. <laughs> And there we go. And the invitation has been sent. So we will be oh, back on the fights in just a moment or two. Uh, they're, right now they're announcing the decision. There's no way that we can't guess who the, the winner was. It wasn't a bad fight, actually. Um, if you enjoy watching uh, the groundwork, because uh, uh, what's her name? Katachugan. I, I know I can't say her name right. I don't know why. Uh, was so much better than her on her opponent on the ground that really it uh, wasn't much of a fight. Uh, but I enjoy watching that kind of a skill for ground control and stuff like that. So I enjoyed it. I, but I can see why some people might not be a big fan of it. Oh, let's see. Now, yeah, they're doing the the entire weird uh, uh, UFC performance center thing where there's nobody there at all, no crowds. Um, you know, everyone's got the masks on. It's so weird. It's so weird that the, our world is developed this way so quickly. Because, you know, think about it. Six months ago, you would have been, people would have thought you were crazy if you tried to explain what was going on with today's events and the uh, coronavirus and all that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, now they're showing replay as of highlights of the fight. And I was really surprised. I figured it'd be a lot more competitive a fight than that. But it is what it is. I guess there's a reason one of them was ranked number two and one of them ranked number 12. Um, I'm just kind of surprised that the matchmakers uh, put this uh, fight together, that being the case. But it'll be okay. I'm sure the next fight will be awesome and interesting, too. Uh, we're just waiting for Ryan to finish up. Uh, as I mentioned before, he had to go use the restroom. So I'm just winging it and just talking to myself and you guys. I see the OG Army is back in the chat box. So always glad to see you guys are here. Um, shit. Uh, I'm kind of on the spot here, but that's all right. We'll think of something to talk about. Maybe I'll go to my topics list because I do have a couple things. Let's see what we got in here. I didn't think I'd have to use them because it was a fight companion, but over the course of my day, I do try to like uh, find things to talk about uh, for the show. Uh, let's see. Where did my... Uh, God, I swear! I swear, someone goes into my uh, into my phone and moves my fucking shit around. <laughs> uh, let's see. No, actually, I didn't have shit to talk about. We already covered the Popeyes chicken thing because <laughs> I'm, you know, speaking about never having one, but it can't be that amazing. Uh, and yes, uh, yeah, the other one did say uh, uh, that it was uh, ending in a couple minutes, so it'll actually give you three hours and two minutes. But that's okay. We we ended it just in time. Uh, let's see. What else did I have to talk about while I was waiting for Ryan to show up? Um, I, apparently, I get Je Jesse Eisenberg and Michael Cena confused. I wrote that down in my notes. I don't know why. I can't. I don't recall doing that. But that is true. I, I get those two confused a lot of times, even though they look completely different. I think it's because they use this play a lot of the same kind of role. Um, Goddamn. <laughs> I guess Ryan's Mexican uh, problem is uh, more serious than we thought. Uh, uh, I was hoping to be back by now, but then again, we've only been back on the air for three minutes and 52 seconds. And I certainly couldn't take a dump in that amount of time. That'd be a pretty, uh, that'd be pretty, uh, intense. 
I don't know. Some people, some people can do that though. Yeah. My, my bathroom sessions will like last like 15 or 20 minutes, but they also include a lot of phone time and thinking my thoughts. <laughs> I don't think that's something that should be rushed. Yeah. Yeah. The juicer he is, he's taking a shit. He apparently he had some bad Mexican and he's been having trouble with his stomach all day or since. So it is what it is. Uh, it's, hopefully i'll be able to think of stuff to talk about for another five or ten minutes so we'll figure it out <laughs> uh yep and now they're going on to showing previews of uh of woodley man he's he's a he's a pretty good fighter man <laughs> like uh like uh, anyone had needed me to tell him that oh so i'm sitting here with my snack that i can't have because as i mentioned before peanut butter sandwiches are a really poor idea when you're uh looking to talk and you know, I do a podcast, so I'm still hungry. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got you weren't got some milk and it didn't go well? No. No, it's from Anchorman, asshole. Oh, I've never seen that movie. When you were complaining about your choice of peanut butter? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, milk would probably be bad too. It probably makes your you know mouth all you know, phlegmy and such. <sighs> uh, I don't know with you, Jay. <laughs> well fine so you didn't miss too much um you know the the decision was what you expected it to be uh so i managed to shoot the shit for like four or five minutes by the way i'm impressed it normally takes me way longer than that to take a dump oh i i just went and you know let my let my asshole explode with with mexican food i don't know what it is with mexican food like, it makes no sense to me because I don't have any sort of stomach issues, like, eating any of these things by themselves. Like, I could take some chili and put it over a bed of rice, totally fine. I could have, you know, like, other beans and rice, totally fine. But eat some Mexican food, and, like, three hours later, god damn, my body hates me. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just something in the, you know, in the way they prepare it, you know, being with my IBS problems, I've been looking into things like that a lot more than I used to. And sometimes it's not what the food is, it's how they prepare it with like the spices or even their cooking methods and shit like that. Uh our bodies are weird things when it comes to food and how we react to it. Uh, um and it's 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 even odder that it gets worse as you get older cuz I never really thought much of it when I heard old people complaining about food and things like that. But as I've reached uh, the later levels of my life, I'm starting to understand that shit just changes. And, you know, you can't eat stuff that you can eat when you were younger. So I think what's actually happening is just these assholes are importing water from fucking Tijuana. <laughs> You never know, and I obviously I don't know where you got it, uh, where you got your food, but you know, Tino, Tijuana water aside, you know, sometimes it is san sanitation issues and things like that. No, this is like so. There's not really any good good Mexican here, so I just got it from like a chain. Uh, so got it from on the border. Like mm. it's a franchise thing. There shouldn't be problems with with like sanitation and shit like that. Usually they're policed pretty pretty well. Right, right. right. Well, man, I'm really hoping someone else calls in at some point so you guys can have a conversation and I can eat my peanut butter sandwiches, but that's probably not going to happen for a while. So they're just sitting there taunting me, and I can't have them. <laughs> Although um, my wife did bring me a, a, a acceptable uh, snack. I can't have it because it's too crunchy, uh, but it's a new thing I haven't tried before. It's called a uh, Pop Chips. It's basically a... Uh, uh, like a baked let's see what are they called this do, 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 do. 
I don't even know what the fuck they call this. Uh, uh, that that was never fried. No added preservatives. No no artificial flavors. Yada yada yada. And half the fat of fried chips. Um, apparently, part of my issue with IBS is I can't have fried stuff. So baked stuff's okay for me, though. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like some hipster shit there, Jay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, you're right. It's popcorn made into a chip form because uh, popcorn I can handle no problem at all. So uh, I tried this. It's not too bad. Boy, I really have a have a, a new fan on the chat. I appreciate that, Eric, because you know, realize every time you speak, it adds to my engagement score, which makes me more popular and more famous. So bring on the hate, motherfucker! All you're doing is helping me. <laughs> Eric is a beard neck. Yeah, in the that's... words of Uncle Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that guy? I expected him to call in by this point. Uh, I, I get worried when they uh, when they don't when he doesn't call him by now because you know the longer it takes the more drinking he's done so so I don't know what what version of Uncle Canada we're gonna get yeah he's probably just outside having a good conversation with a moose moose mooses what's the you know, which is the uh, plural of that mises uh, I think it's just moose Jack. <laughs> many mooses uh, uh, Brian Regan he's a stand-up comic he does a, a pretty good joke about that uh, be, being a, a dumb kid in school and having to come out with shit like that you know Brian what what is the plural of moose uh, mooses <laughs> yeah and shit like that it's it, once again I'm not going to try to tell his jokes because you know I, he's a stand-up comedian and I'm not but it's pretty funny you would think for supposedly being like a professional you know kind of voice person that you'd like learn a really good delivery yeah you would think so it's all about timing and stuff and some things i i do have a fairly good delivery i can do uh, some of mitch hedberg's jokes uh, okay and he is all about delivery most of his jokes aren't even really that funny it's just how he says them uh but for the most part no i don't really have good uh, comedic delivery um, I, I think it's mostly I get too into the joke and start laughing at it beforehand and stuff like that. It's all about cadence and shit. All right. So we're, we're up to uh, Mackenzie Dern here. Surprisingly, oh. she did make weight. Oh, wow. Good for her. Does she still think she's Brazilian? Probably. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Was this the fight already? No. Okay. No, it's highlights. So yeah. Yeah. It's highlights. Yeah. Um, I, what I really don't get is why so many people like fawn over her. I don't know. I like, don't know. She's got kind of a horse face. She's kind of jiggly. Like, there's a lot better out there. Even in MMA, there's a lot better out there. Right, right. I don't know. Because it's not a deep talent pool. <laughs> I mean, she's a pretty girl, but she's nothing special. But I don't really, you know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's a what compared to the competition, so to speak, because there's really only uh, a, a few really pretty women doing MMA. Um, but and not that it really matters one way or another. Uh, but it's, uh, she does seem to get a lot of attention. I don't know why. Um, I mean, the, her Brazilian jiu-jitsu re reputation is pretty good, is it not? Well, yeah, yeah. When it comes to just straight, like, competitive jujitsu, she's pretty goddamn good. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, that's not really how I judge my fighters and stuff like that. But, no, if you if you ask me if she's pretty, yeah, she's pretty, but she's not amazing or anything like that. Well, I'll judge her two ways. Like, if we want to judge on looks, yeah, she's nothing that great. If we want to judge on fighting, she's completely unproven and not that great. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh no, I just did something horrible to my dog. <laughs> the fuck you can did do you it. do, Jay? Well, she brought me a, a a toy to throw, and I threw it. And it went through the uh, before mentioned uh, flaps on my door, and now she's now she can't get it because she hasn't figured out those flaps yet. <laughs> so she's just oh, standing. Geez. She's just standing there at the door. <laughs> looking at it. I'm going to hold on a second, dude. You know, uh, let me go get that for her. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Come on, dog. Imagine that. Even Jay's dog for minimal effort enough to not walk through a plastic flap. All right, come on. Bring it back in. Goddamn, pal. You're supposed to be sleeping with Mama at this point. (laughs) Sorry about that. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I see in the, in the uh, chat box, Ruthie's talking about uh, uh, met someone meeting someone. If you've ever met someone you thought was pretty, till they opened their mouth and their personality uh, made them uglier. Oh shit, that happens all the time. That's you mean, you mean Mackenzie Dern that we were just talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like her looks aren't that great to begin with, but when she starts with the completely fake Brazilian accent. And pretending to forget fucking words. Yeah, she <laughs> drops from like a 7.2 to like a 4.8. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the big thing. You know, I as we mentioned before, I can totally understand picking up the accent of people that you hang out with on a consistent basis. But you don't forget how to speak words in your native tongue, no matter how long you hang out with somebody else. Uh, even if she even if she did nothing but speak Brazilian or uh, for like, 10 years and no English at all, you don't forget how to say the words that you learn first. You just don't. Come on. That's just, that's fake bullshit. Yeah. And it's not even that situation. Like she has lived here her entire life. Yes. Her dad is Brazilian. I'm sure she's very fluent in Brazilian, but you don't just forget English. Yeah. Well, I do, but for completely different reasons. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't know why, uh, it, obviously, Eric she didn't thinks get you on this one. So, like, yeah, normally he's been a complete fucktard here, but yeah, speak Brazilian. Brazilian's not exactly a language, Jay. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I understand it. Obviously, she thinks that it, it improves her image because it's something that she's doing on purpose. Uh, I don't think anybody thinks that's the case. You would think someone would speak to her about it. Yeah, she's she's dumber than a box of ovaries. Well, but apparently she's quite the favorite for this fight, so um, that should be interesting. Uh, well, yeah, because they, they have not put Mackenzie Dern in there against anyone worthwhile. Like, yeah. She's pretty much their new pet project. It's just that she's gotten kind of off track by not being able to fucking make weight. Didn't she have a kid, too? That's, just, that's never great for your career at this uh, at this stage, either. Yeah, that was the thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what are you going to do, right? But you, you think you'd be a little more careful about that. You're in your prime competitive years. Uh, the last thing you want to do is take a year off uh, because you have to. Well, unless that's like your goal. Like, hey, if you want to have a family, have a fucking family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that, but it seems like odd timing for someone in her position. Yeah. I'm sure it was more of an oops than a plan. Right, right, exactly. In which case, well, well, dude, come on, you you shouldn't be having oopses. (laughs) But, you know, but then again, people even who uh, take precautions, sometimes shit just happens. That's why they call it an oops. Yep. 
<clears throat> well, they are fast. That's one thing you got to give the 115ers, right? Yeah. Uh... Hmm. Good old Hannah's Stafford's taking it actually, to her. Yeah. Stafford's looking decent here. Was that a whizzer? Is that what they call it when you get that uh, that hooking on the side and turn like uh, that? It's it's so you're you're gonna overhook, kind of hook the arm. And there really wasn't a whizzer there. They were just kind of working under hooks. Okay, <laughs> it's one of the few things I know. Just because I remember one season, the Ultimate Fighter, uh, BJ Penn was the coach, and all I heard him yelling over and over again was "whizzer, whizzer, whizzer." So I had to figure out what the fuck that was. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very, very basic takedown defense. Like, it's from wrestling. Hmm. You definitely use it. I, you know what? Uh, uh, Dern looks pretty fucking big for that weight class. I mean, I realize she, that she has the problems hitting weight occasionally because of that. But, you know, uh, she definitely looks like the more, you know, the bigger of the two. Yeah, she's absolutely the bigger fighter here. She's big for that weight class. Obviously, as the yeah. aforementioned weight issues. Right, right, right. But I, I don't know. Uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, it's 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 hard to judge on that stuff. She she might be one of those people that uh, is, is kind of in between. You know, like not quite big enough for one twenty five and not quite small enough for one fifteen. Well, I think she could get to one fifteen a little bit easier. Like she still has, she still carries some extra weight there. Yeah, yeah, like you're you right. At, yeah, like if you, she carries some weight in her legs. Like she's not, she's not a super lean 115. Right, right. Not, not like Cyphers. Right. Who's? Yeah, uh oh, that's oh, that, that, that's yeah, that, that's a bad idea. Yeah, uh, I, I as soon as, as soon as she as soon as she stood stood up next to her, I was like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Ah, uh, shit, she was doing so well, too. One simple mistake, that's all it takes. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, you're, you're getting these girls that are going in there against Dern that aren't, like, super high-level, rounded fighters. Like, it's kind of women's MMA, right? If you're really good at one thing, like, you're pretty much top five. Oh, she looks so upset, too. Well, she she should be upset. That was her fight. She was, she was winning that fight from, from the start to finish until right then and there. Yeah, like, you have to learn, like, in a fight like this, if you're fighting Dern, like, if you get that takedown and you're starting to kind of swarm in on her, like, just back up. Like, you can yep. piece her apart on the feet. Yeah, and then the the kick to the butt didn't didn't get her out. She was all done. <laughs> no, that's not exactly the, the most effective defense to an E-bar. Uh, well, that was a great fight. I mean, you know, that was one of the better fights of the of the night, really, when it came right down to it. They kept well, active the entire time. She was supposed to do being a fucking minus four hundred favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she she took she she took some good shots too, so she maintained her composure because she wasn't doing well on the feet, really. Well, no, she never does well on the feet. But you know, but that's still, but that still doesn't mean you know. 
you, you see people that when they're not doing well on the feet, they kind of panic and she at least maintained her composure. Uh, so, um, I think she's improving. I mean, I don't know if she's ever going to like uh, reach the top of the division or anything like that, but I can understand why they're trying to make her a project. She's, uh, she's pretty enough to be, but that they can put her up, up front and, uh, be okay with that and has enough potential that, it, you know, uh, it makes it worthwhile to make her a project, I guess. Just don't let her fucking talk. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Oh, man, I really hope someone calls him pretty soon to talk to you so I can have this fucking sandwich. <laughs> I still haven't eaten it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm dedicated you to selfish, the show. You selfish prick. I have food too that I'm not eating. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not eating because you're afraid you're going to die. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'll fucking eat. Oh, okay. Well, I, I I'm see you. Just... I'm not going to let some Mexican fucking food, you know, destroy my, destroy my day. <laughs> Just, just your asshole. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Stray, how you doing, man? How do, how was your Bowflex workout? <laughs> Average. Average. <laughs> well, cool. If you don't mind talking, shoot yeah. shit with Brian for a couple yeah. minutes. I'm here to, I'm here to free up for your sandwich. Thank you, sir. I'll be. Line <laughs> change. So how's it going, Stray? Are you watching the fights at this point? Yeah, yeah. I just timed it, so I was sitting down here. You got the hate on for Mackenzie, though. I have not heard her. I have not heard this uh, Brazilian accent thing, though. So that would piss me off. There's been a bunch. So there was a, a whole thing on, like, the, the underground portion. Yeah. Like, a couple years ago where she was doing these interviews, like, that she would, like, purposely just forget words. There was, I think there was one interview that she asked for a fucking interpreter. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> What is, you know, I, I know I should know this. What is her lineage? I know she, her dad is, who's her dad? Ah, uh, what is his I hear, I hear you. I hear you typing. I should be doing I that am. myself. But he's like, he's legend. Oh, yeah, Megaton. Yeah, exactly. there, you, there you go. That's my buddy up here. We, that's who we train under. We train, I shouldn't know that shit. We train under a, uh. That that we were telling stories that day about how that 170 pound 55 year old used to carve through us all. He was a uh, he was a mega black belt under Megaton. My buddy uh, Todd, he was a purple belt under Megaton, and that's a good that's a good um, that's a oh, good. Yeah, her, uh, her dad is super sure. legit. Yeah, absolutely. There's Danny. What's your, uh, well, I guess without the ticker up, it's hard to tell if you're behind her. Yeah, so I, I since I have it muted, um, I just see, yeah, Cormier talking to Dern. I can't tell if she has the stupid ass. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. She does have an, a bit of an accent, but clearly, you know. Not, yeah, she's not, not as bad as... Okay. Yeah, there's a little bit of a a little bit of an accent there, but not struggling for words or asking for an interpreter. So I like this finish though. Like I get it. Somebody would rat somebody experience would have picked up on that earlier when she put the hand in the inside. Like they would have sensed they were in a bad spot there. But I loved how she switched over because she was on the she was on the bottom there and she couldn't get the leverage. Yeah, but, she's she's absolutely slick on the ground. Like that was yeah. a very very good knee bar. 
And she didn't have it at first. If the girl had kept the position or tried to keep that position, she let – you see those scrambles are, like, trying to roll out, but she just rolled right into it. Yeah, so I'd like to see her against, like, even someone ranked. Like, I don't think she's fought anybody that's even, like, top 15, and we know that the women's divisions aren't exactly deep. Yeah. Well, and I think Mackenzie had a kid, like, not even a year ago. Like, it, it might have been, like – a year ago so she's she's back in there it's just odd seeing that setup hey with the ring like that that's so weird yeah this is the one thing that's thrown me off about like this entire broadcast is the whole like post-fight interview with like the basically like the picture in picture thing it's like a like, souped up ultimate fighter finale without anybody there yeah so i think and you can't quote me on this but i think this is the same setup that they're kind of using for uh contender series. Right. So this is really kind of built for not having fans and it's really just kind of personnel there and there's room for a few people, but yeah, it's there's it's there's your boy buffer. Are you, do you got buffer on this uh, commercial spot or no? So I don't have the hate of buffer as some of the other people, but uh, who was that that was absolutely it? despises him? Is that tenor? Maybe, because I think I brought it up just saying that he was good with the fans and then Tanner said that's because he's an absolute narcissist that he just wants the attention. I think it was. That might be. I haven't really had any like good or bad run-ins with Buffer, so. I don't know this cat. I, you know what? I looked at the lineup. I don't know, aside from the main event, I didn't wasn't too familiar with any of these guys. Yeah, same here. Like, I don't know either of these guys. I think I picked uh, Roosevelt because this guy looked like a weird kind of Indian-ish guy, I guess. Yeah. Indians are tough, man. I think he missed weight. This guy did. Uh, Yeah, Weaver. I think he was the only one that missed weight. I'm back. Yay. How was your sandwich? Dry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i you know I, it's uh, i i don't eat uh, jelly with it because uh certain jellies will set off ibs and i haven't done enough research on which ones so it's just plain peanut butter for me that sounds crunchy crunchy great. or smooth smooth I, I actually like country too but we have smooth in the house because my wife can't handle it's, crunchy peanut butter the crunchy hurts your teeth um, no no not not too no. bad <laughs> Uh, slide, slide dogs in uh, my backyard. I hope you mean uh, like metaphorically and not physically, because that's weird. <laughs> Let me go check that's, out my back window. That fucker is actually in your yard. Yeah, yeah no, no. He just shows up from time to time. <laughs> yeah, he's he's asking how far I am from Birmingham. Eh, that's probably four, four or six miles. So yeah, he is pretty close right now. Well, he's over in like Richie Land. Birmingham's uh, nice. How many years ago was it that you guys met up? Was that like two years ago or more? I probably say like three or four or something like oh. that might maybe maybe more it's a bummer because uh i don't have that picture because he took the picture and posted it and i didn't think to uh, save a copy of it so then he, and he doesn't have it anymore so we don't have i do not have photographic evidence of me hanging out with sly you got eyewitnesses we saw it oh he says i took it i thought he took it i can't i can't remember regardless i can't find the picture so which is a bummer yeah so no, i'm gonna blame him though <laughs> Hey, Ryan, we were talking about how it's odd not having uh, the fans in there and it just looks strange. But the one thing, I can't remember which fight it was, but you could actually hear the strikes, which is something you never hear. 
Um, it might have been on that pay per view on the first. You could especially like hear well. You could especially hear at that Wednesday fight with uh, Glover and That's Anthony right. Smith. Yeah, like you could just hear the yeah. thud of Glover yeah. just beating the piss out of him. It oh, made it just yeah. that much worse. Yeah. You, yeah, Ryan, you've been to lots of fights, right? I remember you saying you traveled and you went and to yep. Vegas and all that. Did you ever get close? Like, were you ever up kind of ringside, or were you? Uh, so oh, at actual UFCs, not a ton. Um, a lot of like the local regional stuff. Yeah, I'd either. So I've refed fights. I've judged fights. I've been like right up next to the cage. Like it's it's such a different. It's just a different thing when you're that close and you can kind of like feel the impact. Well, like it's, yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Like with those um with those few fights that we were ringside, you know. During the fight, we would be essentially doing like almost like ring security, but the there's a whole new dynamic when you're that close, and you can actually hear the shots, and you can even hear the other guy on the receiving end and kind of cry out, not like you know, not like a bitch, but like, people have a, a a definite reaction to getting struck or getting hammered in the midsection. You make some fucking weird noises and. Um, it was like it was the Condit fight where Rory had Carlos. I think it was Rory's first fight in the UFC, and it was definitely uh, Carlos's fight. Both their first fights in the UFC, I think. And you know, it was in Vancouver, so Rory being from Kelowna, like the same province, it was a totally pro Rory crowd. So Rory takes it to Carlos for the first two rounds, and then I think that fight gets stopped with with Carlos on top just pummeling the shit out of Rory and everybody was choked at the, the stoppage because it was nine or 11 seconds but anybody that was ringside had no issue with it because the the damage that he was inflicting from those shots was incredible like you could hear it you could actually feel it it was nuts yeah, and you don't get that appreciation just like watching it on TV or even in normal stands. Like a lot of these things, the guys just shake off, and you think like wasn't a real connection. Like those yeah. guys are getting thumped, especially on the ground when there's no like all the energy is going right into the your opponent. Right, you're not you're not rolling with the shot. You're not doing any of that. You're just eating it. It's it's going right into your face. This guy's got a cool look though. Weaver's got a great look here. Oh, where they showed him at the like weigh-ins and stuff. Yeah, that's he'd be a he'd be a marketable cat, that's for sure. Oh wow, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. I, I hadn't really noticed that until you mentioned it. Yeah, he's a that's a scary looking dude. Yeah, he's got a well, obviously Native American, just from the tatties. Oh fuck! Brock. Yeah, that's, no, uh, never mind. I hope Brock Weaver gets his leg ripped off. Why is that? Why? What I miss? Why? Uh, so he posted a video on Instagram where he fucking made his dog fight his neighbor's dog. Oh great! Ended up ripping off part of the fucking dog's ear. Fuck this guy! Oh the the uh, the Indian guy. Yeah, Brock Weaver's piece of shit. Fuck him. All right. That's, well. Uh, that's reservation style. That stuff is not uncommon. 
Still, well, fuck him. Yep, fuck him. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not condoning it. Right, I'm not right, condoning right. it. Right, right. Uh, Are you just and, doing you doing a little research, Ryan? So just a little Googling? Yeah, so I, I had heard something prior to the fight about Weaver being a piece of shit, and I had no idea what it was about. So I just figured when we were talking about his look and him being marketable, I wanted to see like what that was. So yeah, I just yeah. just Googled and like the predictive test for Google was Brock Weaver dogfighting. Oh, well, that's a bad sign right off the bat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So the first yeah. article was a bloody elbow article. And his his fucking quote about it was one of my homies thought his dog could take mine, so we put him to the test. LOL, mine won, but lost a little bit of his ear. Oh yeah, fuck that. I mean, like I, I've got my dog in in my lap as we speak. Uh, I'm obviously not cool with any of that shit. You're not pit fighting your dogs, Jay? No, no. Well, you know, um, my as you as you guys know, one of my dogs is mostly pit bull. So, but <laughs> okay, mostly Chihuahua, twenty five percent pit bull. But no, no, that would that would infuriate me. I wouldn't be able to handle that in the least bit. I can't, you know, I I can't even look at. Uh, Facebook ads about uh, abandoned animals and shit like that. I have several people on my Facebook feed that I've unfollowed because they post too many fucking sad, sad stories about dogs. Yeah, I, I'm a big I, animal guy too, and just that, yeah, that completely turns me off of this guy. I, I would love to see him get Sean Salmon. <laughs> Man, well, I mean, that often makes me wonder, how does it feel to be the bad side of a highlight reel you know um because for many 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 years anytime you saw that dude it was getting kicked in the fucking head uh i wonder how that feels buddy did you ever hear nate quarry talked about that because that was on all the pay-per-view the big knockout that nate when he goes stiff yeah yeah falls like a tree he talked and i mean that sucks because nate was a good dude like he is a good dude i mean that's sort of what people remember about him and they, they played it on the beginning of every pay-per-view was him getting smashed that's right i gotta fuck with you yeah exactly one thing that i always remember quarry for was his fight against caleb starnes <laughs> yeah, yeah starnes yeah. just kept running away caleb caleb was a local guy he was uh he was a bc boy and he was he went on actually because I, I researched him not too long ago and he went on to have a decent career, obviously not in any of the big organizations, but uh, yeah, he claimed that that was, I mean, obviously you go out on your shield. That's, that's the name of the game, but he claimed to have broken ribs in that fight and just couldn't engage because he was hurt too badly. But did Nate punk the shit out of him during that fight? That was, yeah. The well, fucking like, hand over no his face, hammer fist. Yeah, if you have no intention of actually fighting at that point, why do you not just have your corner throw in the towel? Yeah, exactly. That like You're just wasting like people's a, Like a medical stoppage or tell them what's going on. But he didn't. He just, I don't know what his, I don't know what his plan was, but. I mean, yeah, I don't. That makes that makes zero sense to me. Okay, you know, if you're running away from the guy, you know, you're not going to win the fight. You're you're not getting paid extra money if you make it to the end of the fight. You still lost. Go ahead and uh, tell him that you got fucking broken ribs and you can't continue. It it would have been way better for his career than what he did. Yeah, it's still damaging. I mean, because that killed him in the UFC. He was done after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't survive that. And I mean, I'd be. 
I don't think if you die in your stool, like for many guys, right? Um, that's, that's the end of your career if you quit on your stool. But that's what I loved when, when George, who did he make quit on their stool? Oh, when he made BJ, when BJ was talking about he was going to kill George and George was going to quit and had no heart. And then BJ actually didn't get off his stool for whatever round that was. <laughs> you know, I, this might sound, uh, might be an unpopular opinion, but I was never really a, b- a big BJ Penn fan. I didn't, I, I, once again, I, I first encountered him on during this season five of the ultimate fighter, which was my first encounter with the UFC in general. And I didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I thought his, I didn't like his personality on that show at all. Well, Ryan said it earlier. It's like hard work. Uh, what is it? Hard work trumps talent until talent decides to work or whatever. Like BJ was just a, a freak. Like he, the, you know, the way he chased his black belt, acquired his black belt in the run he went on early on. But I remember there was a, a UFC countdown where Dana was, actually trying to find BJ when he was supposed to be training and they showed it. Meanwhile, they, I can't remember who the opponent was. It might've been George. I, I don't remember, but they were showing his opponent training their ass off. And then it showed Dana phoning BJ's brother who used to train him, um, which was part of the problem. And, and Dana's like, tell BJ to call me. Cause he knew BJ was just being lazy. He wasn't trading for the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason that his nickname is the prodigy, like he had all the natural talent in the world. Like if we could have got a solid state of Marinovich Penn, like that would have been fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and but uh, I, he just came across as kind of unlikable on the show. You know, very arrogant and you know and cocky, which obviously you know is part of a lot of fighters' personality, and it, it kind of has to be. But, the, but when you compare him to uh, uh, Jens Pulver, you know, who was the coach for the other team, the contrast was very stark. You know, uh, Pulver just struck me as like an average everyday dude. You know, you know, good, just a good dude, and BJ Penn just struck me as almost the exact opposite really yeah well there's been some of the guys that have been on there as coaches when they put the fighters first when it's clear that they're there to help those fighters and not just there for their own profile and um i always love those guys and and it wasn't always the guys you'd expect it to be oh no yeah yeah exactly um like one of the best coaches was chael true like you think about him as like a character but like on that show, especially when he was talking about like, uh, God, what was it like talking about losing and shit like that? When he was talking to Uriah Hall about like getting in your own head, like yeah. he was a great fucking coach. Yeah, I think chill to the, some of these guys are able to sort of. It's one thing to be a great fighter, but to be able to translate that and to teach it to guys who might not train the same or might. You know, like that's a talent just to be able. I think that's why some of your best coaches are guys that really never had a huge or like a real pedigree in actually fighting. Like, uh, I mean, you get your militiches, you get like you get some real legitimate fighters. But a lot of the guys are like Faraz. I don't even know what Faraz is, you know, but I don't think he has much of a, a fight resume. Ah, uh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. I actually don't even know. Or like Randy, does Randy 
like, or, or I don't know, like a bunch of these, these high level coaches, it's like baseball. Like some, some of the best managers in the history of baseball never really had a career playing ball to speak of. Yeah. Or, or at the very, um, in some cases they've had a decent MMA career, but not like amazing. Like, uh, for instance, I've heard that Din Thomas is a great trainer. And while he was yeah, obviously a decent, Dean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and while obviously he was a, a, a decent MMA fighter, it's not like he was ever a world champion or anything like that. But I hear nothing but good things about his training methods. As a matter of fact, I guess he's um, leaving ATT to do his own thing because you know just to concentrate on fewer uh, people. Well, they talk about certain guys just recognizing what their fighter needs, even if it's you know in training to motivate them how to. How to actually get through into their psyche, and then oh, does he have that? Nope. <clears throat> okay, here's a good check. What's what's your ticker, you guys? What do you got? I'm at 16, 15. Oh wow, you're way ahead of me. I'm at oh, forty. I'm at thirty-nine. Jesus oh, Christ, <laughs> how am I so far behind you guys? I'm, I'm. It's not like I'm, you know, using a pirate feed or something like that. This is the official, you know, ESPN shit. We should all be on the same thing. You'd think. Yeah, I would think. Well, I think we'd be within like a second or two. Obviously, like obviously, there's gonna be some some difference there. But I'm ten. Yeah, seconds stray. Ahead of you, apparently, bro. that Canadian feed up there, they're they're really really working for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm at ten seconds now. Yeah, you may want to just refresh oh, your feed. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm, I'm halfway. I'm like through the first commercial. Wow. Yeah, and I'm you know I don't know what I could do. I'm I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'll just let's try that. I'll try to turn it off and turn it back on again. That's uh, I'm don't. It's not like I need to watch Limu Emu. Limu Emu. <laughs> Man, commercials are so stupid nowadays. At one point, I thought I, I'd like to write commercials for a living because it seemed like it'd be so easy to write something way better than the shit that they have out there. With a strong baseline. Yeah, for strong baseline, you got that right. <laughs> but then again, it, like anything, it's probably way harder to do than it looks. Hey, I pretty much did the passive J thing with my jumps here. I, I set up a huge kit that I haven't had set up since I was a teenager. And I'm I'm not what I consider very good at the jumps, but it's it's been fun playing them. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, your the goal is not to be amazing; it's just to have fun with it. And with that, uh, you know, um, I've definitely accomplished my goals of playing the bass. How's your wife? My wife, my wife is. It's well, I can't mute it. I can't even put headphones on it for. Her. So, yeah, she's not loving it. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. Your wife's probably not that thrilled about it. My wife doesn't oh, yeah. care. I keep it uh, moderate. Only uh, I only have it moderately loud anyway, so she says it doesn't really bother her. Yeah, the kids love it. The kids, if they – my daughter spends some time on it. It's, it's kind of cool. It's more like – for me, it's it's almost like art. I, I love looking at it. I love seeing it. It's like – it's from my – you know, I think I, had, I got this out when I was 15 years old. I spent a shit ton of my own money on it. But, uh, yeah, it's cool just having it up here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, like, one, I have a bass guitar that's it's basically a piece of crap, but I'd never get rid of it because it looks fucking awesome. Uh, it's it's a really cool. It's like an army green with black gear hardware on it, uh, five-string. Uh, 
it, you know, it's, it's they call it a bombshell base because it's got like little bombshell inlays on the fret on the frets and stuff. It's a really cool looking base. It's kind of crappy to play. Um, the pick the pickups on it are kind of crappy, and you know, um, and it's heavy as fuck. But uh, I like the, it. Looks great sitting there on the stand. <laughs> well, it's for me. It's sentimental too. Like it looks cool. I can play it. But I'm a I'm a sentimental fucker. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, anything you've had that for that long, you know, it'd be it'd be horrible to try to get rid of it. You know, I, I get it t- attached to all kinds of shit. My house is filled full of crap that's only valuable to me, really. <laughs> yeah, you do seem like a hoarder. <laughs> I, I do have trouble throwing stuff away. Um, I don't know why. It's just you know, I never. There's nothing worse in the world than needing something and and not having it when you used to have it. <clears throat> Oh, oh, what we what I miss here? Uh, oh, all kinds, of, all kinds of good things. Because uh, apparently, dog abusers not having a great day right now, huh? Oh, it doesn't look like. It. So, where are you at now, Jay? Two thirty nine, two thirty eight, two thirty seven. Oh, you caught up, man. I'm at two twenty nine now. You caught oh, up. Jesus Christ! Now I got a couple seconds behind, so I'm gonna have to refresh between rounds. Now I'm at two thirty four. Oh, wow. yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is so fucked up. How the how does that happen? I don't know. I don't fucking no. Well, I think because all three of us are using different providers. Uh, like I am on the ESPN Plus service, but I'm also streaming through my PS4. Yeah, I'm on He's... ESPN Plus on the computer. Right. Brock is in some trouble here, boys. Oh, yeah. This is... Good. Oh, uh, Come on, squeeze that. Squeeze that out. No. Oh, he's beating the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, he's, he's there we riding go. him. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that's uh, I well, I don't know, bro. Uh, dog abusers uh, trying to defend oh, as best he can. That's a nasty choke, man. Forearm right across the throat. Hmm. Oh, there we go. And he choked him out. Yeah, they were they were not friends with each other for that fight. Uh, after the rounds, they were giving each other big fist bump after the round. Did they? Did they? They, yeah. they had gotten to quite the confrontation at the uh, weigh-in. No, after round one, they both uh, touched gloves after after a break. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't ha- I didn't have my sound on, so I couldn't hear if the dude was saying anything to him when they uh, after the fight was over. I thought looked like he kind of like put his finger in his face. I could be wrong though. I don't think so. I think they're okay. Yeah. Oh well. Regardless, the right guy won. Yeah, exactly. The world can rejoice. Yay! Don't fuck with dogs. Yeah, the first first round was pretty even, but fucking, he opened up the second round, didn't he? I'm glad he did. Oh, look at that choke, though. That's nasty. That is a good you know when, choke. You know when you see those guys, though, when they, some guys panic when the choke is on? It's never a blood choke. It's always like that. Like, I don't know if you guys... <laughs> that's a nasty fucking choke. Wait, when you see that guys, is, that, panic, that is a mean choke, is what that is. Yeah, like that is that is crushing your throat. Yeah, that's the rear naked that like you tap from the pain. You don't tap from like the the lights going out. No, you're pray you're praying for a, a rear naked at that point, like or you know, or a blood choke because. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard of rumors that that guy's about money, though. Did you guys hear anything about that? What do you mean? <laughs> did you see the uh, did you see the fucking horrible tattoo he's got? It says about money. Oh. B-O-U-D. 
excuse me, B-O-U-T, and then money. Yeah. See, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I've got some bad tattoos, but there are levels to this shit. <laughs> That's a bad tattoo. Still, hey, worst, tattoo, worst tattoo in MMA. Go. Oh, Jesus. It's hard to beat the Brock penis sword. Oh, the cock sword. Yeah, the cock yeah. sword is bad. That's a hard one to beat. Uh, I, uh, oh. Ed, uh, Belcher's uh, fucking uh, Johnny Cash tattoo. Johnny is Cash. That's fucking oh, hideous. God, that is fucking terrible. I think <laughs> it's supposed to be terrible, though. I think he wanted it to be terrible. Ironically terrible. Well, that's a that's a that's a hell of a joke to commit to. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, but there's the lots guy. of that one. There was the the Greek guy that had the. Uh, he was a like a boxer. That was his. That was his uh, background. Mm. Sacra- oh, fuck! I can't remember. Mm. He had great tattoos though. Oh yeah, yeah. See, like look at this guy's tattoo. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's that's not a good. Is there one. is are those presidents on his chest? Uh, <laughs> holding holding money up. It does oh, look no. like Lincoln on the left, doesn't it? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. Uh, and that might be Jackson on the right uh, or somebody. Um, fucking. Don't get me wrong. I actually think that's a funny ass concept for a tattoo. Yeah, but God, it's horribly done. Tattoos is about money. He's got presidents holding up wads of cash and shit. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, like about money, and then (sighs) under it, mob, which is money over bitches. He's he's really he has a a theme going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wish he could have found a better artist, but I can't. I can't uh, uh, blame a guy for committing to his thing. Yeah, it looked like he had a. It looked like he had about six different artists working on that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely piecemeal. Uh shit, but yeah, he did pretty good, man. Uh, he uh, I, he switched uh, it up well. Like he 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 landed some good shots, and then he was some kind of dynamic takedowns. Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised that you know he was doing well on his feet, but went for the takedown the second he had the opportunity. So I guess he maybe figured he had a big bigger advantage on the ground than on the, on his feet. There's a better look at the tatty right there. Hey, I got to put you on mute here, voice. My daughter's calling me. Right on. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting an even. Okay. So it is two bags of money. That's definitely Lincoln on the on one side. Um, I couldn't say who was on the other side, really. <laughs> oh, my the, God. That's so terrible. I know. That is, it's okay. This is really like getting to the point that it's so terrible that it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. the more I look at it, the more I like it. Really. Yeah, he he may have turned the corner. <laughs> you know, I hope he takes some of his prize money and, and redoes that tattoo because he's referenced that tattoo. I don't have the sound on, but at least four times. I just by like pointing at it. So he he has to be talking about his money that he wants. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but I I support this guy adding more more money tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Or I what I'd like to have him do is have this one redone. You know, like you know, I think you could get a lot more detail work on those bags of money. Uh, clearly, those presidents need some touch ups. Um, that sort of stuff. You know. Oh shit, Tanner's calling in. Hold on a second, boss. What up, Mister Tanner? No, what's going on, boys? Shooting the shit, Let's boys. Shoot the shit. Hey, All I got to right. check out. I'm getting summoned for dinner here. All right. Better than oh, summon the court. True enough. 
I'll check in in a bit. All right. Talk to you later, Sly. I mean, uh, Stray, rather. I got you. <laughs> too, many, too many people have S's in their names. <laughs> so how are you doing, Tenor? How's your night going? Um, it's going pretty good. I'm not watching the fights. I don't even have them streamed. Nothing. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm, I heard that, uh, did, did Fatty Dern win her fight by submission or what? Yes, she did. She did a good job. Yeah. And she didn't even need, so she didn't even need a translator for the, the post-fight interview. Uh, did she hit her with the army bar triangle? What did she hit her with? She's very happy with her jiu-jitsu. <laughs> with my jiu-jitsu. I, I go to thank God, of course, uh, is my Lord and Savior. Uh, I'd like to hit her with the triangle. The triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was basically the post-fight interview from what I could look at. Shit job. I can I'll hear that in my head for the rest of the night. Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I should probably try to get a stream up, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, you missed some good fights and some really awesome tattoos in that last fight. Um, you know, I, you know, not really speak, but I'm going on Twitter right now. I'm going to go find that fucker and, and follow him. Uh, what was his name? Uh, um, did he had something? Did he have some Simpsons heads in in jars floating through space or some shit or what? No, no, no. But uh, Roosevelt so Roberts he had a tattoo what... right right across his chest was words about money then on the left like on his left pack he had abraham lincoln and then a big bag of money on the right side it had to have been some other president i don't exactly know who another big bag of money and then of course under that in like the thug life kind of you know semicircle mob so money over bitches money over bitches fuck yeah it's right, definitely and- about his money and right in the middle, they had the all-seeing, all-seeing pyramid thing. Like I don't know what the actual name of it is that you have on the, the uh, yeah, that that you have on all the on all the money. So, so it was it was a hell of a fucking tattoo, and it was horribly, horribly done. But the more I looked at it, the more I liked it. The guy really committed to the theme. Was it better than uh, what's his name, Johnny Cash? Oh. oh god we talked about that belcher's tattoo is maybe the worst tattoo of all time oh god and he is such a savage dude that dude is so tough and that tattoo is absolutely it's like a it's like a pig with a wig on um <laughs> in a black tuxedo <laughs> ryan was talking he thought he thought it was so bad that maybe it was intentionally bad as a joke no i didn't think that i think that was stray Oh yeah, that was straight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he thought maybe it was so bad that bad he did it on purpose. It's like the, like yeah. that guy. Speaking of Belcher, remember when he went in uh, with Kuzmar Polaris? And and he played the leg lock game. Yeah, he like, yeah, he did not shy away from it at all. Fuck no, he played the, he played the leg lock game with him. It was which amazing, is, which is insane because at that time it. One. At that time, it was very insane because that dude was destroying knees. I mean, he's he's been destroying knees for a long time. Yeah, for for yeah, he was in the middle of a run where he was just destroying every knee he touched. 
Oh, yeah. God, I hated that dude so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. Normally, I love that kind of shit. Like, the the run that Rousey went on when she just arm-barred arm the fuck out of everybody, despite the fact that they knew it was coming, was fucking hilarious. I loved seeing that shit. Uh, I didn't like uh, Paul Harris at all because he fucking held every single one of those fuckers too long. Every single one. I, I after The first time, I'm like, okay, you know, he's overly excited. The second time, I'm like, oh, wow, that's going to be an issue. The third and fourth time, I'm like, dude, this guy's just a fucking asshole. No, he's a little Neanderthal is what he is. Like, look at him. <laughs> you know who like, never got shit? You know who never got shit was when um, BJ Penn held the rear naked choke on Pulver way too long. He never got shit on that. Uh, I, I thought yeah, he was he shitty. Have. He, he held that way too long. Well, yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, but we, we talked earlier about how I'm not really a big BJ Penn fan. Uh, I don't like his personality. He doesn't seem like a good person. Well, um, worse over the years. Yeah, it's weird how getting hit in the head makes your personality fucking worse over the years. It's strange. Yeah, like I <laughs> met him super early on. Like we're talking back around like this second use fight. He was a relatively nice guy, but like anymore. Like getting in random fights and getting arrested and getting dropped by your average show, like something went wrong there. Yeah, he's got some weird shit going on, um, or he has not not just recently, but just in the last what four or five years, he's had some weird shit go on down there with who was it? There was like a a, a reporter whose wife said that he roughed her up and sexually assaulted her or some shit. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, there's, there's been some weird stuff going on with him, and it's hard to, to know what's true and what's not, kind of. Right. Speaking yeah, of BJ Penn, did you guys ever go to the BJ Penn website? Never been to BJPenn.com ever. I don't know what it, I don't know how that came about. I guess at one point they decided they uh, he wanted to have his own website that would be a news source for MMA and stuff. Um, and I stopped going to it after it became really obvious that it was a very biased type of website. Uh, but apparently it's still around. I mean, you, you hear uh, like news sources from BJPen.com occasionally. I just it was just that was always just seemed like a weird thing to me. What wasn't there a, a post fight? interview after he beat somebody where he was getting interviewed and instead of doing the interview he's like you want to know how i'm feeling right now go to bjpen.com and he just like ran out of the ring yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah he, he, he at one point they were trying to make it like a major uh, mma website for you know like bloody elbow or mma junkie or, or that sort of thing but as i mentioned the 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 site always had sort of some sort of weird bias, if I remember correctly. Uh, I remember I just know that I stopped going to it after a while because it didn't it didn't seem like a serious type of website. Well, it has uh, roughly like three times the followers as uh, Bloody Elbow on Twitter, so he's doing something right. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. I, I assume so. Uh, but then again, my my bias against BJ Penn might have had something to do with, with it as well. Is he still like part owner of that, or he just give rights away, or not give? But did he sell his rights away for that site and get some money? I don't know. You know, that's yeah, that's sure. actually that's a good question. I'm sure he probably has a piece of it. Like he was never really hurting for money, was he? No. I, you know, yeah, I don't think he was hurting for money right from the jump street. I think he was born kind of into money from right. from the stories being told. I mean, I remember reading his book and. 
it, it didn't really allude to the fact that he had money. It, it, you know, he, he always talked about, you know, just scrap, being out on the streets, just fighting all the time. Um, so he portrayed himself as, as, a, as a kid that was streety. But from everything else I've read from him or about him is, is he came from money. So it's kind of like this weird paradox. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that's why I've heard His certain. family pretty much controlled, like, that island. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, of course, he. whenever I saw him on the media, he'd already been in the fight game for quite a while. So I can't, you know, like, you see him in his nice house or swim in his pool, but you can't really judge by that because he has made quite a bit of money in his UFC career as well. But everything I've heard as well was that uh, his family was super-duper rich. Did you ever see him swimming in his nice pool or just jumping out of the three-foot end of his nice pool? That's okay. I I admit that's the exact uh, clip that I was thinking of. (laughs) I've never tried that. Is that as super hard as everyone made it out to be? I would think. Yeah, I've never done it. Yeah, that's that's I'm so sure if I'm in three-foot of uh, of water, like I I can barely breathe. Like it's up to my nose. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to handle my hot tub, man. You'd go under immediately. <laughs> oh Jesus. That, that was that was actually creepy the way you said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I posted that I posted that video earlier on the OG about my hot tub. It turns out it fits me goddamn perfectly. Like I can sit down on a hot tub stretch out my legs and my legs just touch the other side of the uh, of the hot tub so like i can prop my legs up there and like take a nap if i want to and i won't fall asleep because i'm yeah i'm wedged i excuse me i won't drown because i'm wedged in there but the water level is exactly right above my shoulders right where it needs to be like if it, if it was an inch if the water level was an inch higher i'd be getting water in my ears if it was if the water level was an inch lower it wouldn't be covering up my shoulders so you know it's it's like walmart made that fucking hot tub for me it's amazing <laughs> so um i haven't been uh following the chat or the uh the podcast um tonight so other than stray who's called in um that's just uh, it stray. called in early the juicer oh, yeah. i heard yeah, the juicer yeah 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 he's a good guy uh yeah he, we him and stray have been our callers so far we haven't had uncle canada uh, i'm starting to think we might not see him today oh shit or uh, where are you guys at? Did did you just see this guy in the re- with uh, the the red hair and cornrows get slapped in the face? Uh no, I'm watching a commercial right now. So yeah, I'm on a commercial too. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm I'm watching the guy in the red red hair and cornrows getting greased up. Oh my. Um, <laughs> that sounds like you, you, watch, you No, you might be watching a completely different uh, type of show than us. <laughs> if you're talking about people getting greased up and such. Well, no, he's he's watching the ginger. Like the, yeah. the ginger fighter, one with Spike like Carlisle. Oh, yeah. yes. I, am I like three fights behind, or am I ahead of you no, guys? No, uh, you might be ahead, or you're just getting a different feed that don't have the commercials that we're getting on ESPN Plus. Right. Th- that don't have that do not have. I was I wasn't going to touch that one. I misspeak so often. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had the right to say anything. <laughs> You, so, you know, you, you got you got to give credit where credit's due, man. You got to fucking you got to give it when you can get it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, they got a lot of commercials. Okay, dude. No so what do you 
what do you guys think of my little uh, my, my my picture on on my uh, my icon here, or whatever that thumbnail, whatever that thing's called? It looks like you're about to go fishing. Do you know who that is? So if if you if you saw the the hat that I'm wearing, it says uh, something like uh, Computer Camp 1983, and the <laughs> shirt it, it's it's actually it's it's that kid Dustin from some from Stranger Things. Oh, okay, yeah. So the hat is the exact same hat he was wearing in that, that in in that season, and the shirt is as well. And uh, <clears throat> I got a wig from the Salvation Army, and I I trimmed it up, but I was not about to trim my beard just for a stupid fucking Halloween costume. So, <laughs> yeah, I will, I haven't seen much of that show. I saw like one or two episodes. Uh, my wife's a big fan of it, though. Uh, Are you kidding? Me? I just I just haven't really got around to watching it. Oh, that fucking show is great, man. Yeah, I heard there's, yeah, I heard there's lots part of part of the first season. I never sat down, and I think it's one of those shows, like a lot of them, that like I haven't taken the time to sit down to watch three or four in a row to actually get me hooked to it. So I just never went back yet. Right, it does um, have uh, it does have Winona Ryder in it, which is like one of my favorite actresses. I've had the hots for her for decades, so I really should watch it. I have a, like you know its own rewards built right into it. <laughs> <laughs> but man, this looks yeah, like she, a okay. She's a straight weirdo. Yeah, unfortunately, but that's okay. You know, I I can I can settle her down. She'll be fine. You know, this is probably more <laughs> this this three way marriage between her and my wife will work out just perfect. <laughs> okay, now this doesn't look like a fair fight, does it? I mean, I realize that you know uh, a lot of times it, uh, appearances are deceiving. <laughs> so, are you still waiting for are 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 they being announced right now? No, no, the fight uh, just started. No. Yeah, oh shit! So I'm behind before. you guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm behind you guys. It's alright. I don't mind being behind you guys if you know what I mean. So Ginger Thor is kind of a crazy fucker. Sam. Yeah, yeah, he came leaping in there. I mean, which I totally expected. He was he was getting himself so worked up before the fight that he, I knew that it was going to be that sort of entrance. That dude is thick as shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he it look doesn't really look like a fair fight, does it? He is very, very thick, man. Jesus Christ. What weight is this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you were really, uh, really professional. Let me look that shit up. Well, fuck. I don't know who any of these people are. It's not like there's <laughs> no weight classes off the top of my head. Oh, no. He's got... is a, I think this is a catch weight. I think it's at like 150. He's got good transitions. Yeah, he's looking good this entire time. Like I can't, can't take anything from. I think I picked the other guy just because gingers generally can't fight. <laughs> uh, he they they have him listed at one forty five. Yeah, this is a catch weight. Right, right. So no, so so that's a pretty big, beefy dude for for the, excuse me for that size. Oh yeah, he's cutting some fucking weight. Gingers are fucking strong though. I don't give a fuck what you say, man. I, I wrestled for years. You wrestled. Pound for pound, some of the strongest people I ever wrestled were guys with red hair. And they didn't even look strong. Mm -hmm. They just were fucking strong as shit. And one of my best friends in, uh, from high school on was a, as a redheaded dude. And he, you, know, you could tell that he was a muscular dude. He wasn't huge or anything. But you could tell he was in shape. But I saw him do stuff way out of proportion to how he looked. Like uh, he, had a, he liked his girlfriends a little bit uh, thicker. 
you know, not fat, but you know, he was like a, a predecessor today to today's youth that like them, their chicks thick. So like his, his girlfriend at the time was probably 150, 160, something like that. And I saw him pick her up, turn her sideways and like, you know, straight up press her up to the ceiling and then pushed her up against the ceiling, holding her up there and fucking, I don't care who you are. That's a, a fairly impressive feat. Cause as you guys both know from being, you know, fighters and, you know, doing that sort of thing, picking up a 160 pound person is completely different than picking up a 160 pound barbell. Well, and he was yeah. just being efficient going for the, the thick chicks. I mean, why go for a nine when you can have three threes? <laughs> yeah i mean but i mean but you you guys know about that that's that's uh, not something easy to do i would assume no i think the most naturally strong people that i had ever really had any athletic capacity with and the most naturally strong are fucking samoans i've never ever wrestled one grabbed a hold of one or um jerked one off <laughs> well, you got to do all three to really get a good feel for it. Right. Well, <laughs> so I'm afraid to throw in other ethnicities to see what, what, what score out of the three that you give them. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> no, yes, no. Uh, oh, them? No, no, no so, yes. So I, would, so I would give, so Samoan's most just natural strength. Country boy, like white dudes, most deceptive strength. Yeah. Go completely stereotypical and like most athletic black dudes. Yeah, we'll but give you the gingers definitely seem to put up more of a fight than you would expect. On the flip side of the most athletic uh, guys being the black dudes, they look the strongest but feel the weakest to me. I, that's not racism. I, I'm just I'm just saying. They look super fucking strong. Like I've gone to weigh, you know how when you used to weigh in, you know, you, you all gather in the locker room, you weigh in and some fucking dude that you're wrestling would step on the scale with an 18 pack, just jacked out the fucking gills, lean as hell. And you're like, oh, I'm about to get fucking thrown on my head. And you go and tie up with him, and he's not as strong as he looks. They're super explosive. Like those type of builds. Like, they can really get in on you quick, but yeah, a lot of times, like, that strength, it's not really functional. Right. It, it, yeah. Like like I said, deceiving strength, the redheads. Super fucking deceiving. Don't look very strong, but you, the minute you grab a hold of them, you're like, oh, shit, this is something different. And and on the flip side of that is it, some of the black guys I wrestled looked like they would fucking throw me through the roof in the minute I tied up with them, it, it wasn't that impressive to me. I don't know. Ah, you know what? I actually have something to talk about for once. Uh, Cause it's something that I, I believe both of you guys can uh, give me good input on. I was thinking about it today. Um, they showed a video of some running back that on the off season got like super duper fucking jacked up, you know, like, uh, like his back is gigantic and this that, and the other. And I started thinking about, uh, different sports and how much of each different sport it relies on your athletic ability c compared to your skill level. Like for football, um, how much of it is, is like skill learned and how much of it is just your natural athletic ability? Like for a running back, how much of his practice is practice and how much of it is just the fact that he's just a really good athlete? Because for the most part, he's just running and, and trying to deflect people. Is that something that you have to practice a shitload to be good at? Or is it mostly the fact of his uh, athletic ability? It's a combination. Mm. So it, like it, it's football, a 
Go ahead. Football, like, it depends, number one, on the position group for football. Mm, yeah, so you have, that. like, your skill positions. You're going to have, like, your running backs, a lot of your wide receivers, a lot of your defensive players. It's super heavily weighted to, like, natural athletic ability, but you have to have incredible technique or you're going to get left in the dust. And then there's the whole, like, film study on top of that. Mm-hmm. But if you take guys that aren't necessarily the most physically gifted, you start talking about like your your offense, defensive line, like especially offensive line, they have to be like the most mentally sharp group on the field. Yeah. Okay. Like for for example, with the uh, uh, for like receivers, the receivers is a uh, is practicing catching a ball really you know super important, or is it more about their you know reflexes and their you know like do you do you get a lot better practicing catching a ball, for example? So they on routes. So like, they yeah, be able to get in and out of breaks and their ability to change direction. Like that's yep. the stuff that are the most important things for them to practice. Yeah. Route running for them. Um, running backs, you know, to go back w- w- with what Jay was saying, as far as running backs go. Yeah. A lot of it is, is athletic. It, it's explosion, but there, there's something about having field vision and being able to see holes open up, see the way your your line is moving or see the way your blockers are, are, are in a pattern and being able to anticipate where the holes going to open up that if you're, if you're just athletic and you don't have that field vision, you're not going to hit those holes like somebody who has that. Mm. So you're not going to, you're not going to be able to get the amount of yards that you or maximize the amount of yards you're going to get per run. If you don't, if you, if you can't, um, visualize things very, very quickly. And that all has to do with just in your mind being able to see things before they happen. It's 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 a visualization right, visualization right. type thing. Yeah. Right. Now obviously some sports uh the practice of your skill is way more important than your actual athletic ability. Uh like things like golf or bowling or, or you know and, and things like that. Uh but I always just wondered, you know, what the mix was for each sport like basketball is seems like a one where practice would be pretty pretty important because you know you have to practice your shot and you know, like the routes that you're running with your teammates and stuff uh but on the other hand like bowling fucking you know it, it, well, number one that's not a sport right right oh, i mean excuse me or 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 but uh, like another sport like for instance uh running you know uh uh, how much do better do you get practicing running over and over again i think that as to as opposed to it uh, just being part of your routine uh, I'm kind of losing track of my thought, but you guys see where I'm going, Matt. Yeah, you're going to fall off into the abyss here pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Trey? Well, with what Tenor said is, I mean, it's like fight IQ. You could have you could have one of the toughest guys, you know, you got stamina, belt ass, and you've got, you know, your skill set is unbelievable. If your fight IQ sucks, you're not going very far. And it's like in, in hockey, the thing that I – you know, playing hockey, I never recognize this, but now that I'm coaching and I'm coaching 10-year-olds and there's kids in there that they don't skate all that well. They just, they haven't developed quite the same, but these kids, they just instinctually know where to go. Like they see plays developing. They have a, we call it a nose for the net, you know, like they just seem to find themselves in great spots. They anticipate things really well. Their vision is and, and that's like where scouting comes in now is you can't teach that and you can teach. So a good scout will, will recognize that he puts a huge price tag on that. 
and then they can develop. Then they focus on developing the kid's skill set or wherever it is he's deficient. But you could have a kid that looks unbelievable on paper or in a tryout, but you get him into a game and he's not in the right spots. He just he just doesn't get it the same as, as a kid who who's really dialed in and his IQ for the game is he was just born with it. Yeah, and that's that's you know I I don't know Stray, correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but that's that's almost innate, you know, it, just being able to visualize things before they happen and be in those right spots, like you're saying. You could coach somebody all day long, and they won't get that. But there there's some people that see the game develop differently than other people do, and it's just natural for them. Hundred percent. They said the thing that set Wayne Gretzky. I mean, I know you guys are all Americans, but you don't know hockey too much. But, but hey, 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 hey. Are you, are you a hockey guy, Jay? Uh, I'm a little bit of a hockey guy. You can remember I'm from Detroit. Yeah, well, that's original six. You guys have, well, you've had dynasties. But, but uh, yeah, you can – well, I sort of lost my train of thought there. But <laughs> You were talking about Gretzky, how we can see plays. Well, with – yeah, with Wayne Gretzky, they said, you know, if you look at him, if you break down his skills, he was never the very best, you know, passer, skater, shooter, none of that. They said the thing that the thing that set him apart by a country mile was just his just the way that he saw the game, his vision, the way he anticipated things developing. It almost like he sees things before they actually occur. And but he had um, some pretty good was, quotes around that too, like uh, in out no the exact quotes around it but it was all kind of centered around like the the secret to his success was always that he did not care where the puck or any individual player was at any one time he was playing for where it was going to be absolutely yeah he would play ahead of he just would see the game where maybe you get a guy that sees it you know one step ahead of where it is he saw it you know two, three steps before things happen. And he would get to those spots or he would hit guys when they got to those spots. So um, I think that, you know, if you're able to recognize that in a player, and sometimes it's tough because if you don't have the skill set to really show that, if you can't get to those spots, then obviously um, it's all for naught. But if you at least have some ability to show that, Scouts love that shit. They'll they'll work on that stuff all day long because they can typically get a guy there if he's willing to put the work in. But like Tanner said, it's you know you can develop it a little bit. You could teach guys to drive the net in certain situations, but that's just a part of it. It's interesting. It's interesting how you guys describe that because that's exactly how uh, chess players describe what they do. Their very best chess players are the ones that can see ahead and plan out two, three, four, five, six moves ahead. Uh, they're not playing like where the board is. They're playing where they think the board's going to be several moves ahead, and that's and that's how that you win games doing that. You know, you think about you you analyze what your opponent's doing and you predict what they're going to do next and you move your pieces appropriately. Um, and I never heard about that referred to that way in hockey, but I could obviously see where, where someone being good at that would be a great advantage. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that Jay, because I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before and I could be wrong, but I, I'm almost positive I did, but there's a, a book by Sam Sheridan. There's two of them. There's the, the, a fighter's heart and a fighter's mind. 
and there's there's a piece in there where he's basically inter- each chapter is is a different interview with a different martial artist and he, um i believe it's bobby fisher a high level chess player i believe it's bobby fisher that he's he interviews and this guy is now he 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 went from chess to being a a, a grand champion in chess to being a jiu-jitsu player so he he plays jiu-jitsu oh, no. like he used to play chess so he's he's thinking many 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 moves ahead of his opponent um, and anybody who's ever listened to Joe Rogan or, or, or been in jujitsu, you hear that, oh, jujitsu is just like, you know, chess with a body. Well, this guy is, is, is the, the exact, um, um, example of this. This guy was a champion chess player who now plays chess with his body. So it's, those are two great books. If you haven't read them, anybody on the chat or you guys, uh, listening, <clears throat> It's it's uh, a champion's heart is the first one, and a champion's mind is the second one, and that chess uh, chapter is in the second one. That's interesting because I was wondering why you're starting to bring up Bobby Fisher, and then you know, uh, and then you're like, and, and jujitsu in the same sentence. I'm like, okay, where is this going? Oh fuck, really? So that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. I wonder, I wonder if he's any good at it. I mean, because obviously, you know, being able to plan ahead five or six or seven moves ahead is great, but if you can't you know, execute that, you're still going to get fucked. Well, it's the most translatable thing. Like, that's what jujitsu is. Like, I I don't remember who it was in tenor. You can clean me up on that part. But, like, the description of jujitsu as you do this and I do that forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that quote. I forget who said it, but it might have been Hickson. Who knows? Speaking of jujitsu, this has actually been a very entertaining fight. It's going back and forth. Lots of good scrambles. Yeah. Yeah. Corintillo has been, it's been on freaking Garnet Thor here. But uh, yeah, the uh, Garnet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Carlisle, uh, he he burnt up way too much energy in the first round. He was puffing pretty bad coming in this one. That's a lot of muscle mass, man. Yeah, and you cannot come out just going crazy carrying that much muscle. Yep. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do himself any favors. He's done a great job getting out of these submissions, though. A lot of these have been relatively deep. He's he's a fighter. Yeah, he's a he's a fighter who's about to lose. If I've been paying attention to the uh, match good enough, this is the third he round. Have I think. taken the first, but yeah, second and third have been all Quarantillo. And it bothers Ooh. me that it's Quarantillo and not. Which Quarantillo. is a shame. Guy needs to learn how to pronounce <laughs> his own name. Where are you guys at for time? <laughs> 35. 35. Yep, 35. I'm not far. I'm, I'm, I'm at 50 right now, so not horrible. Yeah. No, that could be worse. You could, you could be Homelander. Oh, yeah. It's funny earlier. It's funny earlier, Stray was talking about uh, how it's cool that uh, the various OGers get on here and we learn more about them as people as opposed to just screen names. And Homelander is one of those guys that I'm really glad that popped on because I had a completely different perception of him in my mind than he turned out to be. 100%. He's, He's a motherfucker, man. I'm glad that he and I get along because that dude is savage. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, like, first off, when the, the first couple of days that he was on the OG, I thought he was home slice. I think I figured it was another one of the home slice personas. Uh, as <laughs> turns out, no, that's not the case. He named himself after a character in a TV show. Um, but uh, which also 
gave me a completely different perception of him than it should have. I was like, oh, okay, so he's kind of a nerdy guy then. Like, he might be like me, kind of. Nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah but- he, he, he keeps a, a semi-quiet profile of, about himself, obviously, but it, it definitely sounds like he's got some shit going on right now. And, and obviously, he makes no bones about um, his uh, – what he's got going on with his kids and how he has to toe the line pretty good or he's going to end up in court. So, you know, I, I wish all the best to that dude, man. I, I think he's a good dude. Um, but it sounds like he's, he's really got to walk the line a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He made an interesting comment once that he was reluctant to come on the show because he was afraid that people might recognize his voice. And I never knew what, what to make of that comment. Well, people, he doesn't, to- I'm reluctant to come on the show because people might think we're friends. <laughs> he he just doesn't want people to know he's on he's on the best um, zombie uh, TV show in the history of zombie TV shows is what it is. <laughs> See, I stopped watching that show uh, like after the second season, so I, I'm not familiar with that character at all. He really does sound like him, huh? Well, he sounds exactly like Eugene. I swear. God, that's a horrible name. This Eugene, you know, I would, uh, I'd be horrified to be named that. I mean, whoever names anyone their kid Eugene in this day and age should be ashamed of themselves. Okay, Jay. Well, shit, Jay, you don't have a lot of leg to stand on here. <laughs> yeah, you I know. Name a fucking letter. I know. My parents were so fucking lazy. They didn't give me a whole name, just a letter. You know how lazy they were? They didn't even give me my own fucking letter. They borrowed my dad's letter. He's a J too. So. <laughs> So are you are is Jay short for anything else? Are you just no. Jay J A Y? It is just J A Y. It's not short for Jason or Jehoshaphat or anything like that. It's just Jay. Just Jay. Yeah, although Jehoshaphat would be pretty fucking awesome, actually. That's a pretty dope name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you them. know what? I, right. I have yet to meet to meet an Aloysius, and I would fucking love to. One of my best friends growing up, uh, known him for 20 or 30 years. He was actually my roommate for about six six or seven years at one point. There's uh, a gentleman named Ulysses, uh, Ulysses Brown. Uh, and I guarantee you, you have got the wrong mental image of him right now. <laughs> you, because- you mean he's not brown? No, no, he's not a black guy. <laughs> he, he's, a, he, uh, he's, you know, he's just a normal, unassuming looking guy, brown hair, about five ten, you know. Um, but his his uh, his mom named him Ulysses, uh, and people are always so people always got the mental image before seeing him that he was a black guy because it's always black people, black guys that have the interesting, uh, cool names like that. Like you know, although Ulysses is actually a Greek name. So if you meet someone named Ulysses, he's more likely to be Greek than anything else. Um, cause you know, people ask him, are you named after Ulysses Grant? He's like, no, I'm named after the Greek God, which wasn't actually, <laughs> he wasn't actually a Greek God. He was a, a, a person in the Greek fables. He wasn't actually a mythical deity himself, but I digress. Um, but what, because of my last name, which I can't tell you guys right here, uh, because God, most people know it already. I've been docked so many times, but the, the, why make it even easier, but it's Italian. 
uh, okay, because my dad was uh, it's adopted. Brown. It's Jay Brown. Jay Brown. Well, my well, my dad, <laughs> my my dad was adopted. Uh, so, but but the gentleman that adopted him was, was an Italian person. So I have an Italian last name, and I am not Italian even a little bit. You can just look at me and know I'm not Italian. Uh, no, nah, you're growing, fucking Nordic or some shit. Yeah, but but growing up, they always uh, you know whenever I went to go uh, see my friends at their house for the first time, their parents always expected like a, a short swarthy guy and that's not what they got <laughs> yeah um I, I was always partial to the name xavier i got this fucking shitty first name the most common first name uh, on the face of the earth and i'm like <laughs> god damn it i'm an individual i'm better than this common ass name that i was fucking given <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is funny. You see some uh, people walking out there with some really interesting names. Uh, when I did telemarketing for years, uh, I saw names over and over again. Uh, but uh, they did give me the opportunity to see some unusual ones. I think my favorite ever was uh, Astro Flash Jones. Somebody named their kid Astro Flash. And I'm so envious Jesus of Christ. To this day, I'd like to introduce myself as Astro Flash. I mean, he should be catching balls for the New York Giants. <laughs> Uh, I see. Uh, uh, then there's all the common ones, like someone named their kid Moss, and their last name was Green. Like, uh, yeah. oh, dude, I worked. I worked with the Moss Brown. Yeah, coolest, coolest dude, fucking on the face of the earth. Light skinned black dude. <clears throat> Some might call him High Yella. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, he was the first guy I worked with in corrections, and um, he was an older guy. Like I said, High Yella. Cool fucking voice. He would look at me like, hey, yo, hey, yo, man. It's cool. Yo, 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 Mike, lay off those steroids, bro. It's cool, man. He was fucking, <laughs> he just, everything he fucking said was cool. <laughs> I, you know, I can relate to that. But, uh, I've met quite a few black people in my lifetime just because it's where I live geographically, if nothing else. And I've met some cool ass motherfuckers. Uh, you know, I, some of the coolest people, the, some of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, I remember working telemarketing one day. I can't remember this guy's name anymore because it was 20 years ago. But he was so fucking funny. And he, I remember one time. <clears throat> He was uh, sitting talking to me. He goes, "You know uh, the difference between uh, white people and black people?" And he's, I'm like, uh, "Oh, what's that?" He goes, "Well, you see, if if a white person comes running around that corner right now, running full speed, you guys will all sit here and go, what's going on?'" He goes, "If this is a whole bunch of black people and a black person started coming around that corner and running, you guys wouldn't ask what the fuck's going going on. You just run too." <laughs> oh, he stole that. He stole that from Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, did he? Well, because the, yeah, that the, then what happened was like ten minutes later he proved it. He goes, "Watch, watch." So like, yeah, we're all outside going on break, and sure enough, he came running around the corner, going, "Oh shit!" And we all just watched him run by. <laughs> yeah, that's that's from Kings of Comedy. Cedric oh, the Entertainer it? said that. Oh. So he he also so he started it off with is um <clears throat> you know what the difference between white people and black people is 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 uh white people wish no no white people uh hope and black people wish he's like you know what i mean by that and everybody's like oh no no what, what do you mean he's like well take your tickets you you got your tickets to come to the show and, and a white person a white person will say man i hope there's no one in my seat when i get there and a black person says 
you know, I wish a motherfucker be in my seat when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like the sort. So apparently, this guy stole his entire uh, routine with just told it to me on uh, breaks between work. Oh, hey, Sly, I'm... how you doing, boss? <laughs> What's up, guys? So, Sly Dog, what up, brother? Where is everybody? Is this like the party for the night? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, this this isn't exactly the most exciting UFC event, so it didn't surprise me that we had a kind of low attendance. But we, we've got our lines full now, so what the fuck? It's a party now, guys. I just rode in the in the car from the last time I put a message up, and I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, is that, is that? shit! Hold on. <laughs> is the uh -oh. dog pissing on the floor over there? <laughs> it sounds like right, he's having okay. an alcohol emergency. No, no, I'm okay. No, I had to. My, I had to ride with my wife driving, and she comes from like money, so she had her own driver. So her driving really sucks. I mean, it's <laughs> like it, it's, it's not like you're gonna die, but it's super, super slow. If the, oh, dude, she, I, she I, it's scary. Sly, I completely. Um, empathize with you because I rode with my 19 year old today and I don't ride with him and I rode with him today and holy fuck we're on country roads you know country roads where tractors can back out or you come over a knoll and there could be a, a fucking cow in the street he's going 60 miles an hour on country roads and I'm white knuckling holding on to that little uh, th that little thing that you hold you you, um, you can hang your, your suits and shit off of yeah, the old yeah, yeah I'm, I'm white knuckling it, and I'm like, dude. And he's a slow breaker. See, when I see, I try to, I try to think, you know, what's going on ahead of me. I see brake lights. I don't care if it's a hundred yards in front of me. I start breaking a little bit. He's a late breaker. I can't deal with that late break shit because I'm looking. at I'm like, you see, you you see brake lights, right? What, are you gonna, you know, he's talking to me like he's like, yeah, I see him. I'm like, well, put your fucking foot on the brake, dude. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always scary. Um, and, of course, it is an exaggerated effect when you're in your passenger seat. Whatever they're doing is going to be amplified. Like, I know my wife's not a bad driver at all, but whenever I'm with her, it always feels like it takes her fucking forever to hit the brakes. And it, fe it feels like she's taking corners at 40 and when I know when I know she's not. And but, yeah, so if they actually are having issues, goddamn, it must feel like you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, that late breaking stuff, it bothers me, man, because you don't know like you don't want to be a, a backseat driver. But you don't know if they see that someone's slowing down to turn, mm -hmm. and they and they're just going fifty until it's time to break, and then they break. I'm like, you see it like a hundred yards in advance. Start fucking breaking! Come on, man. One of the things I've had to do is, uh, especially like when my wife's pulling out in the traffic, in the heavy traffic, like uh, I don't know where you guys are at, but Sly, you know, will know exactly what I'm talking about. We have roads here where it's two lanes going one way, then a left-hand turn lane, then two lanes going the other way. Uh, and it's so that the traffic can get pretty fucking thick. So uh, I've and it's reached a point when she pulls out in the roads like that, I fucking close my eyes and don't goddamn look because it's just less <laughs> stressful. <laughs> What? I close my eyes when I pull out too. <laughs> yeah, I see. I and I realize that it's probably the same at, at, in every big city, but I really prefer uh, 
where I lived 20 years ago when it was all basically two lane roads, you know, one lane going one, one way, one lane going the other way. Uh, where I grew up, it was, it was like that all over the place. And the speed limit was 45 or 50 for most of the roads. Uh, now they've made the roads a lot goddamn bigger. And then, uh, and then some places that just lowered the fucking speed limit for no goddamn reason. Yeah, when I lived in Florida, that suicide lane was a motherfucker, man. There would be people just just running to get out into that suicide suicide lane so they could they could uh, you know merge into the other uh, other side of traffic. And holy shit, man! People in people in Florida drive like shit, anyways, though. Oh yeah, see, and that's one of the problems here in Michigan is uh, with that left hand turn lane. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, the suicide lane. Uh, you're not supposed to use that to get in the traffic like yeah uh, but you see it all the time you're supposed to like if you're making a left-hand turn you're supposed to cross that lane and and merge into one of the two lanes going that direction but because traffic can get so fucked up around here what you'll see all the time is people like tr- make a left-hand turn into that left-hand turn lane because the traffic coming one way has stopped but they're still going on the other side and then they'll just fucking sit or drive slowly down the left-hand turn lane trying to merge into the right and it's super duper illegal and then my wife stops on every yellow light and drives five and drives five under the speed limit. All right, oh. fuck it. I'll tell you guys something. I used to be her driver. I was her driver. I worked for her family. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I joke around now, and I'm like, "What is this? Are we back over there? Am I your driver?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, you know. Fucking... It, it's, it's a running joke uh, because I was her. I I was a driver for the family. Uh, and, and, yeah, so funny, so so Sly, when you say you were the driver, were you the driver slash bodyguard? Were you packing heat when you were driving? No. Um, yes, I was a bodyguard, but I was a driver too. I was mostly a driver. Okay, but you didn't answer the question. Did I pack heat? No. You, you weren't packing heat, and you you weren't like the Jason Statham. You weren't driving. You weren't driving around the car. Nine inches of hard steel. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, I I didn't have to, and you you. I was a kid, so I was much more effective because I kind of slid under the radar. Oh, all right, right, right. right. You know, oh, nobody. You know, it just not over a podcast. If we're ever drinking together, <laughs> I, I hope to do that it. soon. Oh shit, dude! Speaking of podcast, uh, spring break twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay, now let's look at these fat fucks, huh? I mean, <laughs> it must be heavyweight because you know, now we've lost all muscle definition. Well, God damn it, Jay! I resemble stab wounds. I resemble that. What's that about stab wounds, Ryan? Ivanov, look at him. He's been stabbed. Okay, I'll have to check that out. I'm I'm familiar with being stabbed. It sucks. Ryan, you've been you've been stabbed multiple times in your mouth and butt. Oh fuck! Is that? Oh yeah, that the yeah, breaker. There's no puncture ones from that. It's all pleasure. <laughs> oh wow, dude. He, he looks like he's he looks like he's got what I've what I have got going on over my belly button, but just higher up. Oh wow, that's kind of self, man. That doesn't look like a fun spot to get stabbed at all. I've been no, stabbed in my hand. That. Well, okay. Yeah, but you got stabbed by like exacto knives in fucking science class. Who keeps locking me out? 
<laughs> Rottweil. Good God. I fucking love when Sly calls in because the background noise is the show. Yeah. Family time with Sly is the best thing ever. Oh, God, yeah. That, that requires its own show. Family time, time with Sly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wow, dude. Yeah, that's pretty prominent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the, that's, the stab that's wound. a fucking stab wound. Yeah. Wow, that's that that yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like above my belly button. Although his might be even a little bit worse. Uh, mine isn't from being stabbed; it's from having uh, surgeries in the same spot. Uh, I've had when I had uh, my kidney surgery done, they used robots to do it, and so then they go into set spots. And then when I had my hernia surgery, they used the same spots for the most spot. So for the most part, so like the, there's a really weird divot above my belly button that looks very Speak- similar to that. Speaking of surgery. Oh yes, I, I I think my left knee finally is fucked. Uh-oh. I had yeah, I had um what two or three no probably four years ago. I had probably I had a bucket handle tear of the meniscus in my left knee, and it and and they they cut it out. They didn't replace it. They didn't do anything. You know they they cut two thirds of my my uh, meniscus out of my left knee. And my doctor at the time told me, well, you don't have much cushion in there. So, you know, the chances of you getting a knee replacement, you know, within 15, 20 years is probably pretty high. Well, I've had no issues with it. Four years, no issues with my knee. And I've been riding a lot of bike lately, which is low impact. But I've been, you know, I've been hitting it pretty hard. The other day I woke up and my knee is fucked. It's completely stiff. I can't squat down on it. Um... And it's it's in the medial part because the the, uh, the meniscus they cut out was the medial um, part, so it's on the inside. And my knee is completely tight; can't can't uh, can't squat on it, can't push off it. I'm like, oh fuck, man! And, and and nothing happened. There was no trauma. It just all of a sudden it went from being fine to now I'm completely fucked. Oh, knee problems suck. My my dad had knee problems. That was. Uh... To his great detriment, uh, but he was a very tall person. He was way taller than me. He's uh, six nine, almost six ten. Uh, he also, for most of his life, outweighed me by quite a bit. I think in his prime, he was a little over three hundred pounds, like three ten, somewhere about that. Uh, and he was an avid bowler. And unfortunately, later in life, his knees started to give him such severe problems that he couldn't even bowl anymore. Uh, so uh, I'm familiar with people having knee problems. Uh, do you? Does your family have a history of this kind of thing? No, no, I, but my knee got tore up in uh, jujitsu, um, and like I said, it, it it locked in place that bucket handle tear. One day, I I went to stand up off the couch, and the bucket handle, I guess it was ripped. The meniscus was already ripped, and it flipped over and locked my knee in place. Mm. Um, and that's when I had it. I had him uh, go in there arthroscopically and and cut that that bucket handle out. But they like. According to the surgeon, he cut two thirds of my meniscus out, so there's not a whole lot of cushion in that knee anymore. Right. And then, right. like I said, and that was four years ago, but and I've had no problems with it ever since. But like I said the other day, I woke up, and that thing is just, just pissed off, angry. Well, you see, the reason I ask if your family's had any issues because it turns out my brother has horrible knee issues as well. Uh, he's not as tall as I am; he's only about six four or so, but he outweighs me by quite a bit. Uh, so I suspect that if I ever get into a fair amount of weight myself, I might end up with, uh, developing knee issues. So that's been one of the few blessings of being uh, very, uh, thin for my entire life is I've never had a single problem with my knees. Did you just call me fat inadvertently? 
I, it might not have been in a burn. I don't know. <laughs> what he, a fucking cocksucker. He, <laughs> he went right at you. <laughs> oh, you know, so, I, saw, yeah, I, I saw a stat and right above mountain biking for activities that are harder on knees was mowing the lawn. So, Jay, you're, you're, you'll be all right, man. Oh, fine. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm certainly not mowing any fucking lawns. <laughs> Although I do get out and do the back of the dog enclosure every once in a while because it's not that big of a deal. We pay someone else to take care of the rest of it. So how about the shovel, Jay? <laughs> do you owe us a video? You agreed. I did. I posted it. There's, I, I, I posted last year a YouTube video of me shoveling snow. Uh, or maybe somebody wearing my clothes. I I don't know. Um, is, but, there, is there anybody? Did any of you other you guys see this? I I, I want to hear some proof. It's still on my YouTube. It's on my it YouTube channel. Over, it was an overweight man that was five foot seven. Come on, Jay. <laughs> you have no proof that wasn't me. Okay, <laughs> Ryan, that was not me. I might be an overweight man that's five seven, but that was not me, sir. <laughs> God damn it. Shit! I'll I'll go find the fucking link. You you question me. All right, you guys talk amongst (laughs) yourself. I'm going to be doing my Google shit and find a video of someone who looks like me shoveling snow. I mean, uh, while I find that video of me shoveling snow, you should post it because we need we need a distraction from all this damn drama and hatred all over the freaking world, the news, the OG everywhere. Oh, God, you know that will just cause more drama we, and friction on the OG, but I'll find the link for you guys. Oh, Jesus, what the OG's it, a fucking it? cesspool. Oh, my God. Did you guys see my food thread today? I saw no, your Oberon. Some dude came on there and called me, you know, you're like one of those girls that goes that takes a picture of their food and then posts it on Instagram. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> well... I know, it's like, well, dude, yeah, it's, yeah and that's how, that's how the OG is entirely, uh, you could have nine people ask you to post something, and you'll have the 10th one give you shit for posting it every single time. You you cannot win on that place. Well, I'm convinced there's guys that just troll and just surf threads just for anything to jump on, just oh, to yeah. fuck with people. Oh, 100%. That is 100% true. Uh, that you, you do you don't have to think that. That's, that is uh, how it works. Some people just enjoy causing uh, drama and, you know, and stirring shit up. That's, that's, that's a fun thing for them to do. Yeah. And asking, you shall receive. Hey, how bad is it down there right now? Like up in Canada, we just... Most of my news, unfortunately, is links on the OG, which probably isn't the best. Uh, but they seem to be – well, your news seems fucked as it is, so yeah. you never know. And, like, we don't we don't have a clear picture of what it's like on there. But it's, are you guys it's, it's, it's almost all fake news, Stray. And the, the truth is somewhere in the middle of what you see. Just yeah. my opinion. I mean, are you, you guys having um, – we had – we had a protest up in Vancouver today, and I don't think people even really understand. It's it's so hard for us to relate. We don't deal with the same issues like policing up here. They don't deal with the same issues. So it, it actually really bothers me when Canadians have a take on what the fuck is going on down there because it's just an ignorant take. They're not they're not living it. We don't have the same sort of you know cultural racial issues that a lot of the big cities down there have. So. Well, I think a lot of this one has been just kind of a powder keg, right? Like you have all these people that have been stuck inside their houses for the last, what, two and a half months. 
Yeah. And then we have two or three things that happen that are like kind of hot button issues and people are taking advantage of it, both the good and bad people to just get the fuck out and, and scream. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. My, my whole family got or community got threats today. It fucking blew me away. Us, you know, uh, if you're ever bored, you know, you guys talked about this the other day, but I couldn't call in. Uh, I, I can't freaking you know, Ryan was basically giving his take on, you know, the black side of it and the other side of it. And, you know, Ryan made very logical. Some, everything he said was pretty much spot on, in my opinion. Where I, I, read, I, read, was, I read I read a bit of. Oh, sorry, man. You're going to finish. Go ahead. Okay, Just real quick. What you know, he basically said. It was really stupid what, you know, the blacks doing all the looting and burning shit up because it's feeding the narrative of the other side and it's taking away from the, the issue of them being shit on. Yep. yep that, well, I can tell true. you guys this, okay? Where I came from, we were very, very fucking marked in the worst possible way of discrimination. I was required to put my religion because it wasn't popular on my identification so that anyone that looked at my identification would know I was a Christian. Uh, just horrible shit, you know? So <laughs> I can tell you, you know, I, I, I know what a black man feels like. Actually, I think we had it a hell of a lot worse, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually you did. Yeah. I'm aware of that situation. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not even the same class of, of where it is currently. So, hey, like, um, I've Guys, been on both sides of this. What? Ryan also knows what a black guy feels like. I'm just going to say that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So, <clears throat> we own all the stores in Detroit and all the black neighborhoods. Almost all of them are, are owned by family members of mine or family members of theirs. It, it, it's all Chaldeans. They own them all. And we had major tensions years ago and they hated that we would talk in our languages in front of them because mm -hmm. a lot of the times they were saying bad shit about them and there were things that we didn't like about them. And we sat down and ate together, broke bread together, had a barbecue, talked, talked everything over and worked it all out. And there has not been any problems for all these years of us coexisting just fine. A lot of the times, it, the solution is you just need to sit down and fucking talk, talk it out. Yep, amen. Not over some, <laughs> not over social media. You know, uh, you know, face to face, get to know each other. We found out we were very similar. You know, the cultures are very similar: the black culture and the Christian Middle Eastern people. Oh yeah, yeah I get it. It, <laughs> it, it, it. It was really cool, but you know, some asshole just posted on Twitter that. The Chaldeans like to use the N-word. You know, we should go to West Bloomfield, Birmingham, and and go shoot them all up. So, yeah. every, you know, everybody's in high alert right now. Yeah, and I really was really hoping that we weren't going to see this sort of thing in Detroit. But over the last couple of days, you've, they've started to have protests downtown, and each night's getting a little more severe than the last. And I really don't like the direction it's all going, to be honest. Yeah, same hey, here. I, I, I so wish I, I was back in Cali, but what? Um, so I had a buddy 
who married a Christian. She was from Iran. They were Assyrian. Does that sound? Does that? Very, very, very close. They they fled. They had to flee. They were very um, affluent, and their dad was a professor and stuff. And I guess you know they the tensions got to the point where they actually came here. But I don't know how many different sects of or sects I should say of uh, uh, Catholicism or Catholics there are. And is is Assyrian t- is different than what you guys are? They're very close to what we are. Right. But slightly, but but they're 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 just a different race. Uh, actually, what I am, I'm much closer to Assyrian than what the Chaldeans are. The Chaldeans are from uh, their their original birthplaces between the Euphrates and the oh, Jesus fuck. I've had a lot to drink, you guys. <laughs> That's um, right. We didn't. We don't don't mind a pop uh, quiz. Bet- between the two rivers in Iraq and Iraq. Yeah. That's where they're in Iraq. That's right. where they're from, a- ancient Mesopotamia. Right, right. So it, it's very, very, very similar. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's so many different sub uh, uh, subsets of the in that area. Most people think, oh, Middle Eastern, that's just one type of people, and it's dozens and dozens and dozens of different types of people and religions. Tanner, everything good where you're at? <clears throat> yeah, so far. Um, I'm in a very, very, very liberal upstate, uh, you know, Ivy League town. Um, so I I would imagine there might be a protest, but generally shit doesn't get too violent here. Um, so, yeah, everything's good so far. I wouldn't want to be a cop, Tanner. That's for damn sure. Actually, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about. Be, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not too worried about that for me personally. If nothing else, while I'm uh, geographically close to Detroit, there are like like two or three cities between me and the actual uh, downtown area. Um, plus, once you know, once you get past the eight, nine, ten mile. Uh, you can't really do much in the way of rioting because it gets mostly just private residences and a lot of people own guns. So I just don't see like uh, uh, like mobs of people going from door to door and like my neighbors and stuff. It, it, it's just an in- inconceivable thing. Uh, but then again, stranger shit has happened. Yeah. Hey, you guys, grads on uh, grads on the chat talking about killing Whitey. So <laughs> oh, I, I want to hear I want to hear more about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign out. I'll just keep listening. All right. Well, thanks for calling, right. Stray, and call back yeah. whenever you want. Yeah, we'll check in in a bit. Good night. Later, Stray. Has anyone actually been watching this Take fight? Take care, brother. Yeah, I, caught I just got back in front of the TV. And now it's the third round. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a goddamn expert. Uh, okay. Uh, who who appears to be winning? Uh, the the kind of pudgy guy. Oh. That like narrows it down. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No, I think uh, Ivanov's probably winning slightly. Yeah, he looks, I mean, of pudgy guys, he looks like he's in slightly better shape, although the other guy is substantially larger than him. Yeah, they're both uh, They're both something else. We'll just, we'll leave it there. <laughs> well, how tall is that other dude? Uh, roughly, you know, a few feet, something mentions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a good point. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. 
Uh, yeah, I'm here for all that technical detail. Oh, shit, dude. We got Uncle Canada in three, two, one. Boom. Shoot the shit. <clears throat> What's up, gentlemen? Hey. <laughs> What's up, yeah, guys? So, yeah, nothing much, man. Fucking uh, just, yeah, so fucking uh, shit's going. Uh, so the guy was arrested, right? Was he not? The cop was arrested? The one cop. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the one, the one cop that killed the, uh, I forget the guy's name, that obviously it was murder. And shit's, going, shit's still going down, man? Like, okay, what's going on, man? Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a hard question to answer, really. Uh, the, the, at first it was because he wasn't arrested. Uh, and now, it's, it's, I don't know, a lot of people are using it as a chance to protest uh, inequity you know, uh, inequity, the inequality, how, how inequality, black people, thank you. How, the inequality of, of uh, how black people are treated in general, as opposed to this specific incident. And some people just like to steal shit. So it's, yeah. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> like Ryan said that it, it, they're being fucking and, and they, but when I say they, I mean, everybody who's looting and doing all this bullshit and creating chaos, they, like Ryan said, are being opportunistic for the most part. Can I ask you guys a question? I'll be honest. Okay, I'm Canadian. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, is there inequality? Like, is there racism? <laughs> it, 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 like, uh, I, I guess you call it institutional racism. I don't know what the fuck you call it anymore. Because I thought America, I thought America was a land of the free, home of the brave. And it was a land of opportunity, regardless of color, creed, or religion, where fucking you break your balls, break your back, they become successful. So uh, how come how come the Koreans are not fucking uh, uh, screaming fucking racism? How come the Japanese who fucking went through a lot of shit are not screaming racism? The whole works, you know. I just don't get it. Like, can you can you guys explain to me the whole? Yeah, the thing is, you know what? I kind of I understand the opportunistic fucking opportunity, but dude, the fucking guy was arrested this night. So now the riots going up. Is it riots or protests? I want to be socially correct these days. Are these protests going on tonight or riots or looting? All, yes. All the above. All the above. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the answer to that question is really going to depend on who you ask quite a bit. Uh, like I have a friend from Nigeria who thinks this is the greatest fucking country in the world. Uh, if you ask me, you know, if there's racist people in America myself, I would assume so, but I, I can't answer that since I'm not the person that people are racist to. Um, so uh, it's a lot of, it's a matter of perception. It, it, really, Jay? Yeah. Really, yes. really Jay, you yeah. being a white man in America, you don't think people are racist towards you? Not, not in the. Have level you watched the fucking news, dude? I, not at the level that, not in, in my personal face. Uh, like for instance, I've never <laughs> had, I've never had someone say, "No, you can't come into this restaurant because you're white," or "No, that you've never, you can't have this job because you're white." I'm that sure that that that's no, fucking yeah. that was the fucking sixties, dude. Right, right. Exactly. Watch the fucking news. Tanner, Watch the fucking Tanner, news. Tanner, boom! That was the fucking sixties, right? That's all right. horseshit. In the seventies so, and eighties, fucking Asians fucking got ridiculed. They, whatever. And to this day, in, in, in higher education systems, they are actually um, racism ex exists against Asians because fucking they got too high grades and snap the whole works. And now they're fucking suing. It's all horseshit, man. Like, again, <clears throat> tenor fucking hit the nail on the head. 
It's that was the sixties, seventies, dude. For fucks, that's fucking fifty years ago, man. You know, come on. Um, so no, I that's. I will say <laughs> that, that racism absolutely still is a thing. In <laughs> okay. From Prove all it. sides, like white versus Prove black, it. black versus white, whatever else. But like growing up in kind of some of the places I've lived, right? Like I've had a lot of close black friends. And what they're talking about as far as interactions with the police, it does go different as a black person if you're looking at like a large enough sample size. Like obviously bullshit. they're cool. It's not bullshit, Grad. Listen, Brian, I love you. Don't fucking do illegal shit. Don't fucking do stupid shit. Guess what? You you will not interact with cops, right? But I'm sorry. I apologize. Ryan, you know I love you. But go ahead. I apologize for cutting you off. So I can put it this way. Like, I have been pulled over for some random traffic violation. I've also been with a black friend in a traffic violation. It's two completely different interactions and it can be those individual cops. I'm not saying as a whole, it's always going to be that way, but there is something within the black community that the interactions that they have, again, if you're looking at like a law of large numbers, it is a different interaction than it is with white people. And a lot of it is ingrained because there is more crime in the black community, things like that. So you can understand partially why like a lot of, of police officers, obviously not all of them or even you know the vast majority but they're going to walk in with some of those stereotypes and some of those preconceived notions and i think tenors talked about this before too like we all judge when we go into a situation we have an idea of what we're walking into and race is part of that oh. ryan think is right right race is part of that Racism isn't part of that, though, man. It's fucking. It's called situational awareness, right? If I go to fucking Milwaukee, if I go downtown Detroit, this and that, I'm a white dude, right? It's called situational awareness, where fucking I understand, I gotta understand my environment. But it's not racism, man. It's called you know, just fucking understand where where you're at and fucking you know. And as a cop, as a average Joe as well, right? I ain't gonna fucking go down to fucking downtown. Detroit or Milwaukee or God, dude, whatever, man, where my odds of me getting killed because just because I'm white, for example, right? And the wrong, uh, whatever. And, and and white and blacks as well in certain areas of America, right? They go into certain areas they shouldn't, and the odds are whatever. But again, I, understand, I, I call it situational awareness. I don't think it's racism per se, but you guys can try it, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking Canadian idiot. You guys tell me. No, I mean, <clears throat> honestly, um, I, I'm real sick of, of you know, we, I, I've said it before on the podcast, dude. I don't want to get too far into it, but I, I'm really, really, really sick and tired of it. White people being portrayed as racist and, and it's okay to be racist towards us. And I, I'm not, I'm, guys, that this sounds, this is going to sound like I'm some fucking white supremacist or some shit, but you can't have it both ways. I mean, racism is fucking racism on all levels. And you can't, <clears throat> it can't be okay for some people to do it and not okay for others. It's not okay across all fucking levels. And no matter who you are, um, 
and no, anymore. Yeah, and you know what? It's it, funny it, when you oh, go ahead. Sorry. It just anymore. It just seems like it's okay to hate on me um, because of what I look like or what you, you perceive to be what I represent. It's okay, but it's not okay for me to do it to you. It's not okay. Why, why don't we just say it's not okay, period? Right. There shouldn't be a double standard. Yeah, and when you and when you sense. And, and when you had mentioned that, you know, that uh, when I said I'd never really experienced racism and you mentioned that, you know, bullshit, you know, that, that's out there, I wasn't disagreeing with you on that part. It's just you know, me personally, I've never experienced it because I'm surrounded by conservative white people. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I've never experienced racism in that regard because I've never been in a situation where it would apply. Uh, now, if I was in a more liberal environment, I, I might possibly have experienced white racism. If you watch the news, you experience it, though. It doesn't have to be directly to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, it just never – it hasn't affected my life. I see it all the time. Oh, white people are bad. You know, um, and you yeah, see we're it. horrible. We're the scourge of society. We're the reason why things are the way they are. Right, right. Which, yeah. is, which is fucking horseshit, man. Come on. It's you know, and, 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 and the fucked up thing is – and the fucked up thing is we're being conditioned. And once again, this is going to make it sound like I'm some fucking white supremacist, which I'm not. But through the media and through what we're being told and what our youth are being told, we're being conditioned to believe that we're bad. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Ten- hey, Tenor, you know, uh, Sly, what's your fucking take, dude? Can you fucking give us your pers- like the whole like what's your uh, take in the whole bullshit going on and what we're talking about, dude? Sly, he, all right, I'm he's back. On... What's up? I, I muted you yeah. for a second. What's up? Yeah, so you you heard our, our, my diatribe yes. last. Yeah, so your take, man. I don't know if I'm brave enough to say it. <laughs> No, just uh, honestly, fucking obviously, you're, you're from the Middle East. You're fucking, uh, I believe, Chaldean, right? Or I'm Syrian. Yes, uh, Syrian, Christian based, whatever. But thing is, you're taking a whole like, what, what, like, what's your take right now with, with the bullshit that you're seeing? These, I don't call it protests. I call it fucking civil disobedience, fucking looting, destroying businesses. What's your take on that, man? I'm curious. Uh, the, the blacks have a disadvantage, but uh, the way that they're handling it is way wrong. Okay, can I ask you a question, Sly? You know, I love you. How do how do blacks or any other minority or majority have a disadvantage in one of the best countries in the world and in one of the most advanced times with technology? That how? Can you explain that. You would you would only understand that if you either were one or you had one that was very close to you. Well, my best it's... friend's black, so I don't give a, like, you. <laughs> no, 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 thing is, no, thing is, because laws are set up against discrimination legally. So tell me how it is right now, the year 2020, that right now, blacks, not Asians, not uh, Middle Easterns, how come blacks are the only people targeted? Explain it to me, brother. Uh, uh, okay. 
It's not just them that get it, okay? The Asians rise up. The Asians rise up above it. Yeah. Okay. The middle the Middle Eastern people are working too hard to fucking care what anybody thinks. They okay. rise up above it. Okay. Uh, the blacks cry about it. Not all of them, but enough of them. And uh, whining and crying is the worst thing you can do. But thing is, well, how come they're? You, you said specifically they're targeted. Why are they targeted? Like, if you're a white supremacist, you hate everybody that's not white, though. Again, I think it, to me, you know, I love you, man. But I think it's all horseshit. It's fucking laziness excuse, to be honest. Or fucking because uh, other other minorities should be targeted targeted as equally. That's my fucking two cents. I don't oh know. shit, man! You're gonna make me say something I really don't want to say. Okay, let me let me step in for a second, uh, just to throw an opinion oh. in there. Ra- racism okay. is not racism is not about e- equality. Uh, you you can be racist against one race and not against others for one thing. Uh, like not just because you don't like black people, that doesn't mean you automatically dislike Asians or Middle Eastern people or whatever. And, and so you know, just to say that why why is it all about the black peer person? Well. That's part of it's because they they've been targeted more than other races for, for this entire thing. Okay, you guys, okay. PJ, can you give can you give examples, man? That's horseshit. How come Indians were targeted? How come Pakistanis were targeted? Come on, man, give me a specific. Uh, well, as, as Sly it's mentioned, the, as Sly mentioned, they were targeted. They they're just less vocal about it. You know, okay, someone's background noise is way too fucking much. <laughs> There you, okay, thank you. Yeah, like, yeah, like as Sly mentioned, that they are targeted. They just are less vocal about it. Okay. Guys, listen to me. Go ahead. Hold on, Go ahead, brother. Go ahead, brother. My son is black. I have an adopted son. Nothing wrong with that. I have. <laughs> no, I didn't mean like. I didn't mean. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in a bad way. No, I'm just saying that I have witnessed things that were pretty eye-opening. You know, it's just, it's a harder battle. And it's not all the time. It's, it's, it's certainly not what it was in the 60s, but uh, there are definitely things. They're, they're subtle. They're subtle things, and they really piss you the fuck off. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah but Sly, the the racism against whites right now is not fucking subtle. It's fucking blatant. I agree, and it's accepted. I agree. All right, guys, it is main event time. Uh, why don't we go ahead and focus on the actual fights for the first time in the actual fight companion and. Uh, uh, enjoy yourselves a, a good old fashioned barn burner, hopefully. Because uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's see. We got Gilbert Burns coming up right now um, out of Brazil. Speaking of Brazilians, uh, this one's actually a real one. <laughs> and uh, what you guys? Brazilian, Jay? I think he does. Uh, Jay, so did, Jay, did, <laughs> Jay, did you get a text from George Soros real quick? Did I what? Who, what? I, I, oh. Did you get a text? <laughs> He's either trying to save his show. He's trying to save the show or defuse us. Hey, hey, hey. Let's like seven I was into a podcast. Yeah. Like, here's, I, the, here's the deal. Here's the overarching thing. Tenor, you're absolutely fucking correct that somehow it's been acceptable to be against white people. That is not acceptable, ridiculous. guys. 
Right. It's not acceptable, but somehow it's been passed off that way within some communities that it's okay. It's not okay. Black versus white, white versus black, Middle Eastern versus white. None of that is okay, but it's become that way. And I can understand why Tenor would be pissed off. Sly, I can completely understand where you're coming from as well, because I've had a lot of very close black friends that I've been with and probably went through some of the same things you're talking about. Like, you have to be different in interactions if you are black in this country. I can also appreciate what Grad's saying as far as he doesn't see the full, like, institutional racism piece of it. But it's more just how people interact one-on-one in, like, any sort of, well, in any sort of interactions, to overuse that word, that is driven by race. So, like, everybody has good points here. I think we can all agree that it is fucked up. I think we can also all agree that Canada must be fucking awesome because they don't have any <laughs> of these fucking problems. You know, it's I, I wish I was in a position where Grad was, where he, where it's so incredulous. Uh, I know I said that wrong. Uh, that all this shit happens that he did he has trouble actually believing that. Yeah, yeah. No, thing, no, milk coming in a bag. No, PJ. Thing is, we have that. We think we have that. Unfortunately, you guys have the history behind that. Right, right. To, but at the same time, obviously, there's fucking race. For me, a racist is a moron, right? They're uncivilized. Regardless of fucking white hating black, black hating white, this and that. To me, those are uncivilized, uneducated people, right? It happens in every country, every genre, right? So what I'm saying to you is uh, I just... Uh, again, it's a complicated situation, Ryan. You summed it up correctly. But for fucking cities to be destroyed in the greatest country in the world, it makes no fucking sense to me at all, man. Nope. Oh, dude, I can't disagree with you, sir. All right. Let's go. That's all right. We got, God, it's been so long since Woodley fought, guys. Uh, he looks are you fucking gu- sleepy. Yeah, you guys excited? I mean, uh, I was never a huge Woodley fan. I mean, some of his fights bored the fuck out of me. So Did he not use the race? He's my favorite ra- He's my favorite racist. Yeah, <laughs> Boom. Did he not well, use I, the race I card? No, I, I picked uh. him in this fight because I don't like white people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's understandable. I can see that. All right. Um, <laughs> and look, fucked, it, he, it's only 11.15, so I might get to go to bed on time. Yay. He fucked up my boy Robbie, so I hope he goes down. Oh yeah, yeah. God, that was some that was some fights, wasn't it? Robbie Lawler was always so much fuck. Is he? Did he retire? Because he was always so much fun to fight, uh, watch him fight. But I don't, I can't recall anything about him recently. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done, but I, I'm not, I don't know. I didn't go. Slide all said he got kicked. I don't. Donald, like those were just god damn. Those were so great. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Grad, can I ask you a question real quick, bro? Go ahead, brother. Are are you hosting like a, a like a, a freestyle competition in the background? No. So okay, listen, I apologize. That's why I'm putting you guys on mute. So my son, <laughs> friends here and they're watching the fight. So that's why I'm putting you guys on mute, not to be rude to you guys. So you guys don't hear the I, background. So no, I'm no, just fucking with you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's it's how you definitely got a party going on over there. I'm I'm jealous. I haven't fucking left my house right, in weeks. For... You know I love all you fucks, so I'll I'll put you guys on mute. And well, let's fucking just watch this fight. All right. Thanks, Canada. 
Yeah, he sounds like he's having a good time over there. I haven't left my house in weeks. I've never, I don't see people anymore. I'm, I've never been more excited to go back to work here in a couple weeks in my, in my life. Uh, it's just, it's just crazy the how, uh, and I'm not a outdoor person anyway. So it's crazy how uh, paranoid I've, uh, I've got about this whole work thing. All right, sorry, off on a tangent. Okay, let's watch the fights. Jay, you're, you're, you're in the midst of creating greatness. With this podcast, I just want you to know that. <laughs> I don't think it's me. I think it's uh, the entire. It's a group effort at the very best. Uh, but thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we should uh, just rename the show. Just you know, just racial tendencies in America with the other <laughs> um, don't don't put that shit on me I, I try not to get into it too much. I don't know. I think we should just call the show. Well, that was awkward. Because <laughs> that's that's pretty much everything I do. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm rummaging around. I had written down our picks. Uh, I don't think they're they're worth writing down. But we want we want to get the last one. Let's see. I think ten, I think Tanner had Burns. I had Woodley. No, I had Tyrone. Oh, you did take I, him. I mean Tyron. Yeah. It's a, oh, two, 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 two. Yeah, I had Burns and uh, Canada had Burns. Uh, you and uh, oh, that's what it was. Yep, yep, yep. You would, oh, oh, slide dog's calling back in. Let me grab him. Do, 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 do. Welcome back, Sly. I swear I didn't, uh, I didn't kick you. Don't blow me up. Oh, it's all good. I had to eat something real quick anyway. All right. See, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I'm being served food. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. My wife was nice enough to bring me a couple <laughs> sandwiches a couple hours ago before she went to bed. Yeah, I'm um, sure Sly is having something much better than some moldy fucking peanut butter sandwiches. Hey, now. <laughs> okay, Sly, since we got you here, who do you yeah. who are you pick up for the fight? I don't know. No, you don't get an opinion? No. That's the first time, the first time well, I ever did the head that for a fight pick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong, honest, sir. If nothing else, yeah. He, he's, not, he's not wrong. Okay, so it's, it's split. It's uh, two for Woodley and two for Burns. Um, All right, put me on Woodley. Okay, there we go. He's the veteran. That's what I'll go with. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he has a respectable beard. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's a well-maintained beard right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I could grow that in less than a week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I could grow that or not. I've always uh, kept mine fairly close because I didn't want to risk a uh, like uh, a fashion mistake. You know, try to trim it and cut a hole out of it by accident. Well, you look like you would have like super patchy facial hair, Jay. Like your your face is. I, I like have a, a full beard now. Two and a half. Yeah, like your face is like two and a half feet long. Your so face is patchy. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, know, unfortunately, now I'm not gonna lie. My beard is a bit patchy because I've got a fucking ton, uh, ton of scars, and uh, I don't know if you guys are aware. This hair doesn't grow on scar tissue, so I do have a couple patches in my beard. Uh, but uh, mostly you had those patches before the scars. Don't lie. <laughs> but mostly it looks bad because I got a couple of gray spots in my beard, so which makes it look patchy. That okay, they fight... you look distinguished. God damn it! <laughs> All right, uh, fight starting. Oh wow, man! Thanks, Jay. No, no problem. Woodley was throwing heat early, didn't he? That overhand right was looked like it was horrible. 
I'm sorry. I I'm just more technical analysis there, Jay. I'm yes, sorry. I do. We, I'm just. Play. I'm just trying to make sure we don't have dead air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now they're the color man for yeah, us. Okay. They're they're sperm. Oh, and now they're starting to open up. Uh, Burns is uh, um, open a can yeah. of whoop ass on them. This is. Uh, yeah, oh, this oh. is might be over. No. 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 Woods. Woods. Woodley's still defending. Woodley. <laughs> Uh, although, yeah, 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 Whitley's got him uh, locked up uh, from the bottom, so he survived the, the onslaught. Yeah, but this is not where you want to be with Gilbert Burns. No, uh-uh, yeah. He's, he's a high-level jiu-jitsu guy. Oh, my, as, as he just demonstrated by trying to lock something on. Oh, oh God, now he's got him. Uh, Burns is in mount now. That's not a good look for Whitley. Okay, um, you can stop the play-by-play. -play. Like, we're actually, no. we're good on that. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to fill the... However, though, so, like, this is... This is going to be the difference that we would have talked about earlier with like Chukagian just being in mount for three fucking rounds on Shevchenko. Mm -hmm. Like there should actually be mm -hmm. some damage in this fight. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, the, uh, Woodley can't just sit there for like four minutes uh, of every round and get out of it okay. Oh, he's busted open. Yeah, yeah. See, you're, you there. You go. It's like you're psychic. Oh yeah, he's. It's oh, almost yeah. like I've watched fights before. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He leaking. But I thought black don't crack. Uh, <laughs> well, it does a rip, apparently. Goddamn. Can't even trust my stereotypical sayings anymore. <laughs> uh, see, I don't understand uh, the, this position here. Um, is he trying to spread them out? He just basically Burns just went chest to chest with him for a second. He's Was just that? trying to maintain position. Okay. He's trying to keep keep a solid mount here. Get yeah, some, see, like uh, that again. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. It looks like he's trying to uh, draw Woodley's legs out. Uh, but he's uh, just trying to control the the position. Like this is a jujitsu thing. Is like you're very cognizant of the position. And he's probably not going to take any big chances to lose it. Right, right. Of course, that means that he does. He can't really get uh, create space to do damage, though. Well, I mean, he can, but he's not going to sacrifice position to do it. Right, right. And damn, Woodley just exploded out. Hey, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing uh, racist about being explosive. God damn it. <laughs> Now, do you think uh, Woodley has the advantage on the on the feet? He should, but he really hasn't shown it so far. Like this is the, I hate this hesitant Tyrone Woodley. I don't like his head movement or lack of. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not very mobile at the moment, is he? He's just yeah, he's not really moving off the center line. He's not very aggressive. Burns, on the other hand, is uh, perfectly willing to take it to him. And Tenor's just pissed that they both have full heads of hair. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> just seeing if you're alive. I'm here, brother. <laughs> oh, man. And neither of them were really opening it up. Uh, I had said Burns was trying to take it to him, but then he kind of sat there for a little while. 
Is it just well, yeah, me? Careful, right? Like you're not necessarily going to go right at Woodley because he's known as a counterpuncher, but right, right. But I mean, Why? you have him kind of hurt. You have him busted open. Yeah. Why does Gilbert Burns remind me of Al uh, in Quinta? I I can't say his last name. You know, the real estate guy. I, I yeah yeah exactly. Does he look like him a little bit in the face or something? I I don't know why I keep on getting that vibe. No, Gilbert Burns is Brazilian. I know that. Al is from like Long Island. Yeah, or the Bronx or something. And it's super white. Yeah yeah no I don't know why I guess, I don't know like maybe I've been up too late. Stop trying to prove that you're not racist, Jay. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, wow, that's a that's a nasty gash. Yeah, I'm not Is that the first time you said that, Jay? I was about to say, I'm not talking about my wife either. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, geez. I guess this is where a good cut man comes in handy, huh? Oh, I hate oh, watching that like shit. That, like that. That eyebrow is pretty much flapped down. Like, there's not a whole lot you can do with that. Oh, throw some Vaseline up in there, seal that up there. Oh, you're good to go. You I'm guys sorry. remember when uh, Vitor Belfort need uh, Marvin the the Beast Eastman? <gasps> oh, oh gnarly. Yeah, I remember that. Was, that. That, was, that was like a fucking hatchet wound. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was really, really bad. Um, yeesh. I'm reading the Twitter comments. Woodley said he's going to a dark, a dark place for this fight. Really? God. I hate grandiose, grandiose bullshit like that, dude. Grandiose? Thank even? you. Thank you. Did you say you hate gringos? I hate gringos. God damn it. You're right. I'm white. I'm racist <laughs> against white people. You caught me. <laughs> All right. God, it's so weird to see no crowd in the background. Just a whole bunch of people, a couple few people wearing masks. Well, it's just super odd. It's just like this, it's this like soundstage that's built for this. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. And why isn't uh, Herb Dean wearing a mask? What part of Maybe his job requires it? Dean, God damn it. <laughs> Herb Dean needs a fucking mask. I mean, like what, I mean, I mean. I mean, shit. I mean, look. Uh, they got pe- the camera guy is wearing a mask, but the guy in the cage with them isn't wearing one. That, I mean, obviously they've all been tested. And it's not a big deal, but it's glaring like that. That Herb's not wearing them when everybody else is. Jesus Christ! If it was Keith Peterson, they'd make him wear one, just to God fucking save right, that, dude. just to save the alcohol and smoke breath. <laughs> Did you guys see that the, someone made a fake Twitter account for that guy and it's just been like fucking killing it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's still not quite as good as the fake Edmund, though. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of of Twitter stuff, I told you guys before about what a, a genius KFC was with their Twitter account. Oh, they only follow eleven people: five uh, the five Spice Girls and uh, six guys named Dean. One of them is Herb Dean, uh, the the referee here. Six guys named Herb. Herb, yeah, herb. eleven herbs and sight and spices. Yes, yes, yep, it's exactly. Not eleven deans and spices, Jay. I said a guy named Herb. I was just like Herb Dean. Yeah. So and uh, so that's that's all they follow because of the original recipe. And not only is that hilarious, it turns out the very first person that realized it and sent them a message, they sent him a portrait of himself getting a piggyback ride from the colonel while holding a drumstick. 
<laughs> they that who I don't know who's running their Twitter account, but they're a fucking genius. That's amazing. The troll level of that is great. Yeah, I, I really wish I would have noticed it too because I really want a picture like that. Guys, I got something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah. That's yeah, a that. short one. Have some prostate problems there, Tanner? Oh, Jesus. It's not as powerful as usual. <laughs> See, this is why what? I regret doing oh, this. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> we always know when Canada's about to talk because the party starts just beforehand. <laughs> it's like he has his own fuck, music man. tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me wish I wasn't doing the show on the computer because I would really like to run to the bathroom right now. That that triggered me. Now I got to pee. So you guys are assholes. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I did that. Uh, okay, this is boring. Come on, guys. Come on, Herb. Don't let him just sit there against the fence. They're working, Jay. Boring. See, and this is what a lot of Woodley's fights devolve into. You know, just kind of like stalemates. I don't, I don't know if it's because the skill level is so even or if that's because of his fighting style, but I noticed that a lot. Well, after he got the title, he turned into this just super defensive, passive fighter. Yeah. Yeah, it's no fun. It's no fun. And the reason why he did, Brian, is because fucking Dana White was keeping this fucking black man down. Come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I prefer the Woodley that fought uh, Nate Marquardt, actually. Oh, Jesus. Poor Nate, man. I've never seen a guy, you know, I mean, he, he's had one really awesome highlight reel KO when he uh, did, uh, knocked out Damian Maya mid-fucking-air. Oh, goddamn, that was impressive looking. But on the other hand, he's also been on the wrong end of a lot of that shit, too. Yeah, he he beat my buddy the barn cat. It bummed me out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, that guy did not look like a fighter at all. He was fun to watch him fight just because of how surprising it was. Dude, Tamden McCrory is a fucking. He's awesome, man. He's a, he's a good fucking dude. Yeah, you've told us stories about that before. Yeah, he's a cool guy with a really shitty nickname. You got the barn cat. Yeah, that's just... a fucking sweet. That's a sweet nickname, Jace. You take that back. Better than the Venezuelan fighter from last week. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. How, how, I wonder where they're from. Yeah, that's about as unimaginative as you can get, huh? I don't know who I wanted to talk. My nickname's fucking Passive Jay, just because I'm not Violent Jay. I mean, it's not even for a really cool reason. <laughs> it's just a contrast I nickname. Should, I think we should uh, petition. That uh, guy that was from Georgia to change his nickname to the country, not the state. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like that. That'd be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. So we're coming up in round three. Uh, oh, wait. Well, this isn't a title fight. So we're only getting three rounds. Oh, wait. Or, or are they that's doing the, the five? Event, so oh, that's right. Five. That's right. I forgot that they do that now. Um, which, for the most part, is fun, but I'm getting tired. God damn it. Someone needs to knock somebody the fuck out. <laughs> Goddamn, first of all, you think Chukagian versus Shevchenko was a five-round fight, despite being on the prelims. Now you think this one's three. Yeah, yeah. I, 
I'm confused. DJ, if you gotta fucking take a piss, man, if I have to take a piss, fucking keep it open, man. Come oh back. no, 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 no! I already pissed. That's fine. That's that's why I keep All this right. pad down here. All right. Exactly. You're not cool unless you piss your pants. Hey, pants? Who's wearing pants, dude? I took those fucking off hours ago. Hey, if pissing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Goddamn right. <laughs> Shit. All right, here we go. Oh, let's see. Yeah, see, we can't judge. I can't really judge Woodley's uh, tattoos because I can't really see them well enough to say what what they are. That's racist. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't see color, so it's uh, it can't be racism. Uh huh. If you guys ever watched the Colbert Report? That was one of his running gags. No, I was never really a big fan of that one. Oh well, he 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 claimed that I can't I can't see color. I, I don't see color. So like, you get a black guy on, he goes, "Well, I don't see color, but I'm told you're a black man." <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, it sounds like that dry Colbert humor. Yeah, yeah, it was. He that he did a good job on that show. Uh, but I didn't really watch that often. I don't like political humor on either side, really. They're still pretty active uh, for round three, so they got uh, apparently cardio has been an issue. Mean dancing back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still not a lot of output here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Which why they're probably so active because there hasn't been a lot of output throughout the entire fight. But just contrast that to the fight with you know, uh, the redheaded Viking earlier, who was huffing and puffing by this point. Well, I mean, Garnet Thor did have a 17 pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but normally you would think somebody like, uh, what is this, two weight classes below? Uh, no, like, this is welterweight, isn't it? Yeah, so two weight classes below him would be uh, have a lot better cardio. Um, yeah, Garnet Thor was fighting at 150. Uh, so basically two. Uh, oh, no, this is welterweight. Yeah, so just one weight class. But he normally fought at 145, <laughs> so he's normally two weight classes below him. Uh-huh. You, you keep with that, Jay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Better look at his tattoos. No, I can't I can't really tell you anything about them. There are no Roosevelt Russell's uh uh tattoos, that's for sure, right? Yeah, he he's got the he probably has the tattoos in the night. Yeah. God man. <laughs> So, PJ, you're watching a man's tattoos versus watching a fucking fight. It, it, it's uh, it's been more it's, it's been more exciting Fuck, than the fight so far, actually. Well, I mean, right. remember, Grad, he was talking about Tony Ferguson's hair in his fight with Gacy. That great it's... hair, motherfucker. Fuck, man. Uh, queer high for a blonde guy or whatever the fuck that show is called. I, I love it. Know. I'm fucking around, man. I'm fucking watching a man's tattoo. Watch his fucking uh, hits. His fucking overhand lefts, overhand rights, and fucking uppercut. Uh, if he throw one every once in a while, that'd be fine. That's right. Watch his overhand rights, overhand lefts, his uppercuts. Boys. 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 Wow. Speaking of racism, <laughs> I can see fucking three guys heating on Canadian right now. What the fuck's up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, grad, grad, we it's impossible for us to be racist against you because you guys are never in a position of power. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some time. Give me some time. 
craft a response to this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, by next podcast. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz and Kamala Harris are fucking Canadians. Get that fucking – don't forget that. Yeah, they're both pieces of shit. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Oh, 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 man. I'm getting all yawny. What's up, bud? I think that's because of the fight rather than me being up for a while. Is it just me or is this fight kind of boring? No, you're fucking high. Not... <laughs> well, that too. But, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of aggression from either guy right now. So what do you guys think of it, like the head movement like that? Is uh, after a certain point, are they wasting energy or is it always good to be mobile like that? So you should never truly just be sitting there like right on the center line. But you should always be you should always have some head movement there. Kind of like what I mean Burns is doing a little bit. But so, like, you should be careful how much you're moving your head as well. Like if you're taking especially when you're when you're defending a shot, like you want to make sure that you're not taking too much of a movement because you kind of handicap yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you move too much, you have nowhere to go. Okay, because well, Burns just like looked like he was very active, like bouncing back and forth and jerking back and forth, almost excessively to me. I was just wondering this, if the, if at any point is that's a bad idea. Well, the thing is, you got to take it a couple. Of, I apologize, right? You got to take it a couple. These guys, these guys are welterweights, not heavyweights, right? So fucking again, they're smaller guys. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time. They want to go for the shoot the whole works. But go ahead, Ray. I apologize again. My point was they're kind of smaller guys, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get cardio. Yeah, the only way that uh, the movement like that is a negative is if they're doing it in like a discernible pattern. Hmm. Like if you can time a guy to where you know he's movement and he's not, but and he's he's predictable in what he's doing, then yeah, it's bad. Hmm. I mean, if you're able to move and you're able to be unpredictable with it, and that's what made Dominic Cruz so great. Like that's a huge win for you. Okay, yeah, cool. Interesting. Okay, good to know. All right, and this is round four now, I believe. Yeah, round four already. And we've seen like one good flurry in the first. Yeah, man. And so and like for these uh pawing hand movements, uh from my, what I understand that's you has two functions. One you're trying to figure out range and two you're trying to throw off their rhythm so that when you throw a fast one they're not expecting it. Well a little of that, right? Yeah. You're trying to you're trying to set them up. Like we were talking earlier about like predicting where someone's gonna be. Like you're using your body to manipulate that person into where you want them. Hmm. Yeah, so for me, for me, it'd be a lot more about range. So I could see myself pawing out like that to, because since I don't have depth perception, trying to make sure they're where I think they are. <laughs> so, because so, like I know me, if I'm sparring, like I'm going to throw several like relatively heavy rights and try to get people circling to my left. So at that point, I really all I'm setting up is a low single to their right leg, which would be obviously on my left. So if I uh-huh. can get them circling left. And then just kind of cut towards that when they're expecting me to paw right, and they're right where I want them. Oh, okay. I, I assume it had to be stuff like that. Obviously, they're not just throwing their hand out there for no reason. Some of the women might. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. All right. And once again, they're they're uh, while we spoke, there was a, a fairly decent flurry, and now they're pushed up against the wall again. Yeah, what Woodley is 
he's a different, completely different fighter than he used to be. Yeah, he looks bored there. Did you notice him? He just like like up against was, the fence, going, "Oh well." The clock. That's uh-huh. what he's doing. Like, I mean, I that guy blown up. was super explosive. He was super dangerous at all times. Um, and this guy, I don't know what who this guy is, honestly. Yeah, if this is going to be Tyron Woodley going forward, like he should probably hang him up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Burns. I mean, obviously, he, he. We would like to see more action, but it, he's have. It's hard for him to have a one-sided fight if the other guy doesn't want to engage. And thing is, like, thing is, Woodley looks in great shape too, though, right? Tedder and Ryan, I agree. He looks the fuck. He's not. He, this is not overweight. Like, he looks in great shape. And you're right. He looks bored in this fucking fight. Yeah, like, like I just mentally don't think he's into it. Who did he fight back in the day where he blew their uh, their knee out? Was that Condit or was that uh, uh, the kid from Canada? Uh, what kid from Canada? Uh, the kid that went to Bellator. It was George St. Pierre. Mick. What the fuck's his name? Uh, Rory McDonald. Rory McDonald, yes. <clears throat> Didn't he blow his knee out early, early, early in the fight? Or was that against uh, Condit? I, dude, I, I, it was Condit. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, you know how, remember how dangerous he used to be? Like he was so explosive and so dangerous. And, and what is, what are we seeing here? His wrestling doesn't even look that good. I mean, what is he doing? Uh, you know, I think he, I don't know, I think part of it is I think he got clocked pretty good in the first round and decided he didn't want no part of that. And he's been fighting very defensively ever since then. Um, and yeah, he's been fighting like this since he got the championship, like both one yeah. boy fights. He was fighting very tentative and then he went, you know what I lost. think? I think his main training partner is Phil Brooks. That's a problem. That's the issue. I don't, Phil uh, Brooks. I don't understand the reference. Isn't that CM Punk? Isn't that Phil Brooks? Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 God. Is and, he really? and there <laughs> you go. Like Rufus. I don't fucking know, man. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> Fine. I see how you are. All right. I mean, honestly, I, it, if it came right down to it, I'd give this fight to Burns so far pretty decisively. Oh, yeah. Burns is absolutely taking this fight right now. Oh, that's a weird position. Oh, isn't that's, it? that's tight. Can he last the round? Waiting for the bell. Yep. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't just come out aggressive. This fight's fucking done. Like, I don't yeah. get it. Maybe he just doesn't have it in him anymore. You never know. I mean, Ghost kind of talked about there that he turned into a point fighter, except now he's not even scoring points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of need to score the points if you want to be a point fighter. Yeah, the thing is, uh, if you look at the guy's eyes, he fucking just, I don't know what it is, man. Just see. Yeah, Just, he's a rapper now. He's not a fighter. He's a rapper. Uh, Come fucking on, Dana. Dana White's been keeping the, the uh, Dana White's been keeping the fucking black man down. So, 
I hope he goes for an. <laughs> well, he has to. His last name is White. He's required to do that kind of shit. Okay. I'm, sta- I'm staying out of this, guys. Was that not the most racist thing fucking I heard in my life? Because Dana White's last name is White. He has got a fucking... What? Say that again, PJ? Uh, Grad needs to get out more. Because that's certainly not the most racist thing you've ever heard. <laughs> okay, here we go. Last round. So you said more racist things than that. Okay, I'm fucking around. All right. All right, so apparently the fifth round, Woodley's just going to just wing an overhand right and hope. Throwing two of them now. That's not just... He's throwing hope with that punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, maybe uh, you should upgrade that to Wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, probably, you probably ought to change that. <laughs> Uh, shit, and now they're back to just fucking put, being pushed against the cage. Now this, now that part's all burns. You know, uh, all the stalls against the cage is always burns pushing up against it, and they're not really doing anything with it. So it's not all Woodley's fault, fault that this uh, fight has sucked. Well, I mean, as good of a wrestler as Woodley is, there's no way he should just be trapped against the cage by Gilbert Burns. Right, exactly. I mean, he he can't enjoy just sitting there getting like little knees to the thigh for the rest of the night. Yeah, but it looks like he's just trying to hold him until until the ref uh, breaks him up. Uh, I mean, seriously, he's he putting if zero effort into this it. This is probably like a a fifty forty four or even a fifty forty three fight. There's at least one or two rounds there that Woodley did absolutely nothing that should be a ten eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, I wouldn't disagree with that. Totally agree, Ryan. Oh, Jesus Christ. And basic, it doesn't really look, I mean, obviously they're putting a lot of effort into it, uh, although, uh, but it doesn't appear like it. It looks like they're just fucking standing there. Interestingly enough, in that position, up until you see them explode, no, there's really not a ton of effort going in there. If I'm the guy pushing you on the fence, I'm just leaning on you. And the other guy is just maintaining underhooks until he explodes to turn. Hmm. Yeah, see, now... Yeah, they both look frustrated, but neither of them are really doing anything about it, huh? Well, and why in the fuck is Woodley not trying to separate? Yeah, 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 he doesn't, you know... He, he needs to knock the guy out, otherwise he has no chance in the fight. And he's just leaning on him. All right, yeah, you could tell is Burns is getting frustrated. showing by Tyron Whitley. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Burns is at least trying to make something happen. I mean, I do, I'm not a big fan of him pushing up against Spence like that, but what are you going to do? I think Ryan's fucking point was that uh, Burns got this fight in the bag. Whitley's got to do something because Burns can just fucking relax with the guy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Willis, yeah. Yeah, Willis got to fucking do something, man. Woodley has to win this fight. Yeah. yeah. Burns just Knock has out. to last until the buzzer and it's his. Exactly. Yeah. Easy. Fucking easy. Damn it. Every time I try to take a bite of those chips, you guys stop talking. 
I'm just, I'm just going to crunch. You, you couldn't wait a minute 34? Okay. I'm hungry. Okay, thing is, are you eating fucking chips? Are you eating fucking healthy food? Why don't you fucking eat fucking peppers or celery, you fucking idiot? Or and cock. Cock sucker. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'll get a beer around here someplace, Grad. I'll be drinking healthy. Okay. I've been healthy all day, brother. Fucking, I worked out fucking. Uh, again, how's your workout going, PJ? Good? I'm sorry, I'm too busy shoving chips in my face. Actually, there you go. One, actually, a popcorn <laughs> chip. So they're very healthy. And, uh, hey, listen. Hey, uh, Chef Boyardee is next, and KFC could be open now. Honey, do you think KFC still open? I wonder if it is. That sounds good. Chef Boyardee's all right. I'm breaking your ball, PJ. Balls. I'm ball. just breaking your balls. Easy. Okay. Here's the anti-Canadian. Here's the anti-Canadian shit going on again. Come on, boys. Oh my god. Come on, Woodley, you got 20 seconds to pull it out of your ass. I mean, I don't want you to win, but like, at least like to see you try. They're swinging like Nganu did and hope for the best. Mm. Yeah. There, he threw one punch. Jesus Christ, this is pathetic. Yeah, Burns' shoulder is going to feel horrible tomorrow. <laughs> I think that is the absolute worst performance I've ever seen by Tyron Woodley. Watch, watch the judges are going to give it to Woodley. <laughs> Adelaide Bird couldn't fuck this one up. I don't know, man. Has this for Burns? <laughs> uh, other than that, it wasn't a bad card. Right? We saw some good fights, right? No, there were some pretty good fights, especially early. Like everything was a finish early. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's how it is. Almost all these events, the prelims are always awesome, and the main event kind of, okay. the main card kind of is iffy. Uh, Two forty nine wasn't. God damn, that was fun. Yeah, I'm thinking fucking Woodley just said you, you guys are right. Maybe I, he doesn't have it like in his eyes, his expression. He doesn't want to fight anymore. It seems like that right now. Just watching him right now, like he's fucking saying, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Right? What's you guys takes? I'm thinking. Oh, you want to. You're 100% right, Grad. That's exactly what yeah. his look was. He looked like, why am I in this ring? Or cage, rather. Well, I mentioned yeah. it was walking it's out. It's unfortunate. It looks fucking sleepy. It's unfortunate. He's a great fighter, but fucking, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, he definitely looks like he's the mind frame of, of like, Grad to podcasts. That's what I'm thinking. Holy shit, you guys see those uh, stats? 29 to 76 on significant strikes. Zero takedowns for Woodley. Two for Gilbert Burns. Ground control time for Gilbert. Four minutes and 57 seconds. For Woodley, two seconds. Yes, basically Woodley did not do shit at all. How fucking... Tenor, did you mean when you just meant to say that to me? What What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) I'm I'm just busting balls. You five foot two nobody <laughs> who I love like a brother. Don't break my balls like that. Come on. I'm just busting balls. <laughs> you know I love you. Uh, 
Well, that was that was something else. I hate to say it, but I, I think the stream tomorrow night of superhuman jumping off, you know, ladders into things is gonna be more uh entertaining than the main event we just had. Yeah, it sucked. You think of a worse main event that we've had. I'm 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 almost embarrassed that Passive J made us part of this. Hey, what the fuck, Jay? Yes. I think I the think only thing worse I can think of was uh, Kimbo versus Dada 5000. Ooh, that was bad. I think we're having heart attacks. Yeah, didn't didn't Dada have uh, kidney failure at, at some point? Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, where he almost died. I'm almost ashamed that I just said Dada in in reference to another man. The five thousand makes it okay. <laughs> I didn't say five thousand though. I just said Dada. All right, listen, brothers. I gotta fucking. I'll log off. You guys have a great night. Have a great Sunday. I'll try to call out, okay? Love you guys. All right. Thanks, Grad. Peace, Grad. Ciao. Love you guys. Ciao. Goddamn, Grad having a rager over there. No shit, man. Holy fuck. This kid right. go hard on Saturday night. Yes, grad definitely goes hard on on Saturday night. I I for one have to work in the morning, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I gotta get up in like four hours, five hours. So you get to bed there. I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm gonna be thinking of you all night. Goddamn right. (laughs) All right, later, y'all. All right, peace, brother. Peace. Pastor Jay, where the fuck are you? Oh, well, actually, I've had my microphone off for a while, apparently. Sorry. (laughs) Were you contributing to that conversation and wondering why people were just ignoring you or what the fuck was going on? No, no, because that's actually pretty normal. Uh, So I figured it was just your normal conversation. (laughs) Oh, goddamn, pal. Yeah, so, okay, I feel bad. Now, uh, Uncle Canada, I said bye when you left. Uh, uh, And you too, Tanner, I said bye when you left as well. So apparently I'm an asshole. Um and we're going to say bye, too, because par- we're actually done. You got anything you want to cover before you get out of here, Ryan? I think I have two things. Number one, don't hate us because that fight sucked. It's not our fault. Also with that, be sure to join us tomorrow <laughs> for a special, I won't call it a fight companion, but an absolute idiot companion to watch Superhuman <laughs> Live. We'll be here at 6. I think it starts at 7 or something. I don't know. We'll be on until it starts and he jumps and hopefully breaks something. (laughs) And we can all laugh at the idiot. Yay. Let's laugh at a different idiot than normal. Yay. (laughs) And you're right. It is three. I've had enough whiskey to no longer count correctly. So number three. Fuck all y'all. Thanks everybody for calling in. We will actually see you guys all tomorrow and we'll do it all over again. Bye-bye. Hey, <laughs>